BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Want to make a podcast? Spotify's got a platform that lets you make one super easily. Then distribute it everywhere and even earn money. And you can do that all in one place for free. It's called Spotify for Podcasters, and here's how it works. Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. With Spotify for Podcasters, you can earn money in a variety of ways, including ads and podcast subscriptions. And best of all, it's totally free with no catch. Ever since I discovered Spotify for Podcasters, and this is my personal testimony, of course, I feel like having options like video podcasts and Q&A and polls has let me be creative on another level. I highly recommend you give it a try. Download Spotify for Podcasters app or go to www.spotify.com slash podcasters to get started. Previously on Lonely Boys. Oh, Lily. The hopes and dreams I have for you. An Ivy League education. The Upper East Side. Married to the richest man in Manhattan. See, that's the thing, Mom. Those are your hopes and your dreams, not mine. I need to figure out what I want, what I need a parole officer i'm getting in the car you need to be far away from your sister's influence why what's wrong with carol the fact that she's independent that she thinks for herself that she does what she wants and not what other people tell her to do why you spare me the heartache and yourself the humiliation and give up on this failed experiment in rebellion what if this is not an experiment what if this is me growing up enough soul searching i'm calling your father's lawyer we need to keep this thing out of the papers please mom i don't need a publicist i need my mother I'm trying not to talk to you, and you're not. Hey, Mom. Got a sec? Uh, Carol? You know, this is your chance to be a big sister and offer some actual guidance to Lily. Advice. Her future's at stake. Which is is why she needs to be far away from you. This is how it's going to be, Mom. Lily's going to stay with me for a while. Carol, just be reasonable. We, We both know that the first time she breaks an ale, rides the city bus, or, God forbid, actually sets foot in a public school, she'll come running home. Well, that's really up to Lily now, isn't it? Tell her to sit tight. I'm coming for her. No, Mom. You sit tight. She'll call you later. How dare you? I never. (laughs) Thanks, Carol. And then hang up the phone. Hey, Upper East Siders, and welcome back to another episode of the Lonely Boys podcast. My name is Matt. I'm one of your titular Lonely Boys, and I'm here to break down the season finale of Gossip Girl, season two, episode 25, The Goodbye Gossip Girl. But I am not here by myself. I apologize for the inadvertent omission of Brendan Ruppel from the podcast. He is indeed the ho- co-host. Welcome, Brandon. Oh, the, the Brandon. Oh. Ho-host. <laughs> 
I am the hocus, my dirty boy. Uh, I am, of course, your creepy uncle of podcasting, a.k.a. Uncle Cream. Hi, Diddly Ho to Cream Nation. I'm recording live, as always, from the Creamatorium. I am your editor-in-chief at Cream Weekly. Hello, Matthew. I'm, I'm so Ooh, excited to be full, here. Full name. Yeah. Or my elongated name. I could have been talking to one of two people here, actually, today. Funny oh, enough. a little spoiler on who our <laughs> guest for the season finale is going to be. Should we bring him in? I guess we should just bring him. I, I kind of named him, right? So yeah. Oh well, this guy he's a he's a dear dear friend of us. We've known him since since middle school. He he came to our to our uh, neck of the woods back in all the way back in seventh grade. I hit it off with him in eighth grade. He uh, he's in his podcast history. You know, he's done a couple Hoppy Boys, but uh, not nothing else. Nothing else of note. He's uh, famously done nothing with his life. He's just yeah. sitting around waiting, waiting for us to call him to get him on a podcast. I guess <laughs> yes, so. Uh, famously, one half of Matt Squared, uh, as you alluded to, his name is Matthew. So, welcome to the podcast, Matt Ganesh. Da da da, Mr. America. Da da da. <laughs> you come with your, you come with your own intro. Your own intro, but it's you not know, a recorded you, intro. You like, just sing it yourself. Yeah, no, that, that that you know how they do. It's like, welcome, <laughs> Mr. America. Who yeah, does you that? Know it's how like they the do. pageant. I come out, I come out waving, doing the pageant oh, wave okay. to everyone. Hi, how you doing? Yeah, you podcast know, very similar to a... pageants. <laughs> Making us laugh right, right <laughs> off the bat. Pretty fitting because uh, I, I have I, I used to call back in high school he, that Ganesh was my funniest friend. I of course used to rank all of my friends funniest, have a top five funny friend rankings or top ten actually, mostly every year. And uh, Ganesh was always top in the list. Brendan, you were usually number two, so I don't know if wow. there's a little rivalry between uh, the two of you guys here. Yeah, as, uh, I don't Ganesh really like uh, you Ganesh out. at all. Quite frankly, <laughs> I, if I'm being serious though, um, when I realized like I, I should have realized this earlier because I run the show um by myself and right, I, I i almost forgot that we were doing the season finale and once i realized we were like oh shit this this is crazy this is awesome i'm so excited this is like a big moment and then when i get my uh the guest list report that you give me every week and right. i see who's going to be signed up for the big season finale of season two Right. I see it's Mac And I don't Ganesh. tell you until we're about to record. No, yeah, yeah you really don't. And I see it's Mac and It's like, this, we have this fucking Joker for this big moment in the Lonely Voice podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ganesh, how'd you, how did you end up with the season finale? I don't even remember how we scheduled you for this. I think, I think the original episode I wanted was the Lily flashback. Yeah. And then, uh, and then that one was taken. Or I think the original, original one I wanted was uh, when when Chuck's dad died. And that oh, yeah. one was taken. And then I was like, oh, all right, I'll take Lily flashback because you know lily's my girl and then you're like oh, oh that one's take it too so then i was like ah oh, shit all uh, right i guess i'll do season finale and I, I just wormed my way in there the rest is you history. Know? very nice and uh Ganesh, i did make sure to pronounce your name correctly when i was uh, introducing you but i will yeah i will <laughs> mispronounce it ever because i've been calling you ganesh since since we've been friends so so it is hard even though you know like 13 years down the road you did say that the last name pronunciation was actually ganesh <laughs> <laughs> just call me penguin boy six five eight nine four <laughs> That's what we will all call you from now on at your wedding, too. I hope the, the altar man says that. And that's what they're called, especially at Indian weddings. They're called no, altar men. No, altar man. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to have him here, though. All, all kidding aside, a salad. Um, he, he's like, McGinnish is one of the first people that we've had on the show that I really know personally, except for Fiance of the Pod uh, and a couple other ones maybe how, but, how quickly you forget about molly de rosa 
A couple other ones. She's, she's been with a couple other I was going to say, was it, was it Molly like on twice? Yeah, she's only on once. <laughs> so it, was, so it took so long, it felt like twice. Um, <laughs> no, oh, he's, he's one of my closest friends that has been on the show so far. Usually it's it's a bunch of people that I meet for the first time. We, we always hit it off, of course. Um, but sure. I, I, I didn't even, I wasn't even fully aware that Ganesh was a Gossip Girl stan. So I'm, I'm excited to hear his, his thoughts about oh, the show yeah. at large. Yeah, that's the perfect segue to ask you, Ganesh, uh, the, the question that we, of course, ask all of our guests. And what, what is your Gossip Girl story? What is your history with the show? Believe it or not. So I, I used do. to watch <laughs> I used to watch Gossip Girl just so uh, me and Vrunda had something to talk about. Um, you know, so we had something in common that I could go up to her and say, oh, you see this week's episode and act like, you know, I really cared. Um, so that's how I actually started watching it. Was, Brenda, uh, is your, uh, Brenda is your former girlfriend, your, your high yes. school sweetheart, uh, yes. and someone who you're going to be officially marrying in a month or so. Exactly. Um, yeah, and, and I guess it worked. You know, Gossip Girl leads to long-term relationships, you know? Um, <laughs> if only I had known so that. That's how, so that's how I started. I, I started off watching it just so, um, you know, I could pull some something. And uh, yeah, and then I actually ended up enjoying <laughs> the show. Man. So you you like really just won all around. You you got the girl, and then you got a new a new show to obsess. And then with. I got a new show to watch. Yeah. So what, the way I so, hear is that you you didn't like need a way into her life. You like already in her life, and you like ran out of things to talk about, and then used this to get kind of <laughs> create a spark. They're still talking about Gossip Girl today. <laughs> like that's all they talk well, about. Well, I, I we started a rewatch not too long ago, and I was like, "Hey, you want to?" Because believe it or not, I don't think she ever finished it, so I don't think she ever knows what happened. So then, like, I I actually kept up with it, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna watch this till the end." So she still doesn't even know the end. Wow, and neither does Brendan. Wow, wow Brendan. Wow, Brendan. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you've done a you're. I recently did a rewatch. Have you done any other rewatches, or is this the first time you're you're delving back into the Upper East Side? Oh, definitely the first time I'm delving back in. I I watched it originally, and then we did a rewatch. I think we're only on like season four, so oh, not right. even done with the rewatch. But so, yep, first time back on the Upper East Side. That is exciting. Do you, do you have a favorite character and a least favorite character? Favorite character's got to be Rufus. What? The Rufus guy. Oh, I can't believe that oh, I come the booze. with a pro Rufus. What the we've hell? Never, we've you, never guys, had one of you guys are you guys are anti Rufus. Yeah. You don't listen to the pod. So oh even my. though you're in the midst of a rewatch, you don't. And you're close friends with us, and you listen to podcasts. You don't listen to our podcast. You guys are crazy. Rufus reminds me a lot of Brendan. <laughs> So I thought that Ganesh was going to come in with, with a hot pro Vanessa take. And we've had those before, so I wasn't oh, prepared for I, it. No, but Vanessa's no one... my least favorite. Okay, okay that's good. Okay. You're on the right side of history there. So that very interesting. So Because people have come in with the pro Vanessa take. That's that's kind of like the edgelord take. No one has yeah. ever come in with a pro Rufus take. At best, they are ambivalent but, towards but Isn't Rufus. that the most Ganesh thing you've ever heard in your life, though? <laughs> yeah. No, of course. Of course he loves her. Of course he stands for Rufus. You, what is you it about Rufus? Just the whole demeanor. He was a former <laughs> rock star. He's just he's just like a good guy, you know, always giving Dan advice. He's just awesome. He's like, I kind of want Rufus to be my dad. Uh, well, you're lucky you got a decent Rufus episode for this one. Otherwise, we'd be tearing him to shreds like yeah. we normally do. Um, and I'll still pick apart some of the stuff as in, in this episode. But, wow. that I mean, I you've left me yeah, speechless already. Gagan, do you see Can the Rufus resemblance that Rufus looks like Brendan? 
I I think both of you just asked me yeah, the same question. We did amazingly. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, to answer both of your questions that you asked me separately. No, I don't see there is that. Other than Rufus has that swooshy hair, and Brendan used to have I like used to swooshy have hair. Swoosh, I think yeah. that's what it is. Although it was a, it's a different color and everything. <laughs> that is the only and and he doesn't have his hair like that anymore. So I I don't know. That's, you know what? That's all I got. What I do see is that every time Ganesh would walk into the same room as me in high school, I was playing the guitar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with a with like a puka shell necklace. <laughs> I love the pukas. I'll take it as a compliment though because right. he's. Well, no spoilers for people Wait, that are watching along and listening along at the same time, but uh, he gets engaged to Lily, my favorite character. So, Yeah, Ganesh isn't the he's only banging, person who's banging Lily. Pulls. Yeah, Rufus <laughs> pulls too in this Rufus one. Pulls. So let, let's, uh, yeah. let's get into it here. All right. So this is, of course, the iconic season two finale of Gossip Girl, and Gossip Girl decides to liven things up at the Constant Billard and St. Jude's graduation by sending out a shocking and damaging email blast in the midst of the commencement ceremony, stirring Serena to come up w- with a plan of attack. Lily and Rufus get engaged and move in together. With Blair's blessing, Jenny becomes the new Queen Bee. Chuck finally admits his love to Blair, and the two reconcile. Nate decides to go on the backpacking trip with Vanessa, while Georgina recovers Dan's money and requests Blair for a roommate at NYU. Carter Bazin reveals to Serena where her father is. In the end, Serena is going to Brown. Blair, Dan, Vanessa, and Georgina are going to NYU, and Nate is going to Columbia University. So that is, that is the big the big story here. We do get confirmation where everyone is going to school. Uh, Brendan, th- this had to have been somewhat surprising to you. The fi- even though we, we had gotten clues that some of these students might go to NYU, but out of nowhere, Vanessa just says, oh, by the way, I'm going to NYU. And Dan yeah. just says, oh, by the way, I'm going to NYU. Like, we missed an episode here where they, like, confirm their decisions. Yeah, I feel like Dan was the biggest surprise, too. Like, Vanessa kind of just does that whenever she's on screen. She just, like, kind of yeah. jump in. Yeah. Um, but I, I had been saying for a while that I thought everyone was going to just end up going to Yale. But I guess in retrospect, it doesn't make any sense because, of course, this has got to right. be a show about, like, the city. So stupid thing to say consider about me. it. Because there's no reason for them to create a plot line in the beginning of the season where everyone can conceivably go to Yale unless they were intentionally trying to trick stupid people like you. Um, <laughs> yeah, right. Now no one's going to Yale. Yeah, no one's going to Yale. Um, but people are still going to different schools, which I do find interesting. Like, where, what are we going to do? I, I guess that they're yeah. all so, somewhat in the city, though. So I guess that helps. Except for Serena, who's going oh, to yeah, Brown. Oh, yeah, Brown. Where's Brown? Brown is... I think uh, Rhode Island. I think it is... Uh, yeah, I think it's Rhode Island. I don't know. Somewhere somewhere in the New England area. But not the city. Let's not the city. Famously Watson. not the city. Yes, please do. Please get back to us when when Emma Watson answers your text. Um, (laughs) And then you did already clinch getting above 500 this season. But let's see if you can finish out on a high note. The episode is titled The Goodbye Gossip Girl. Do you know what this is referencing? The Goodbye. mm, The Goodbye. Little Sebastian. um, I don't know. I don't have it. Good, I'll give you a guess, though. i got to go out on okay. a guess. I can't just go out on nothing. Right. Of course. Um, the Goodbye, the, the Goodfellas. Goodbye, Goodfellas <laughs> is not what it is referencing. Okay. It is referencing The Goodbye Girl, the 1977 film uh, The Goodbye Girl. You know what? Girl. I just had to take away the gossip. You did, yeah. So you will finish 13 for 25. Okay. Uh, Gish, are you familiar with the 1977 film The Goodbye Girl? Um, I am not, but Brown is in Rhode Island. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Island. Emma Watson finally answered you back. Yeah, you know, she she said it in a in a sort of Hermione way, but I, I deciphered it. It's it's in Providence. And what what way is that? 
you know, it's like it's like Leviosa. <laughs> Leviosa, <laughs> right. I thought. <laughs> All right, great. <laughs> <laughs> Original air date of this one is May 18th, 2009. Uh, they may have been getting ready to graduate high school, but we were getting ready to finish up ninth grade. Ganesh, any fond memories of ninth grade uh, while we were all I fucking I had first period math and it was the fucking worst. <laughs> the worst. I'd walk in every day to Miss Miss Barback fucking writing algebra yelling at me and Jake Matthews. Wow. wow. <laughs> what that, I mean that means that means nothing to most of the people listening to this, but <laughs> I'm so sorry you had to put up with that. Yeah. yeah she's so. a bitch. <laughs> okay. I hope Miss Barbeck doesn't listen. Otherwise, we just lost a listener. Probably <laughs> she was uh, she was no Miss Carr, if you know what I'm saying. Say <laughs> so, it sounds wink. like Miss Barbeck is in the wrong profession. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> like she clearly comes from a line of Barbecks. <laughs> <Bar-backs. laughs> oh, I just got that. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> so. Arena is on the cover of the Daily News. The headline reads, Diamonds are a girl's worst friend. Jewelry mix-up lends heiress in jail. Uh, not a bad headline. Pretty pretty good job by yeah. the Daily Mail there. Uh, and somehow Gossip Girl breaking the news is what they're saying has Serena famous right now and not it being in the paper. Serena says she can't wait to finish high school because then she will finally be rid of Gossip Girl. I mean, the logic does check out, but as we find out by the end of the episode, surely it's you did not think. Like, like, yeah, surely you must have figured, Brendan, that uh, Gossip Girl was going to somehow find a way to continue stalking our main characters, right? Yeah. And by the opposite of true, I also meant that, like, her feelings on this are the opposite of true. Like, she needs this attention, apparently. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She She's not happy about this at all. She keeps saying it, but, like, the back of her mind, she's like, God, I really hope Gossip Girl keeps following me. <laughs> <laughs> I need people to know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, we get some backstory here that Blair Blair says that Serena was actually Gossip Girl's first blast in ninth grade, uh, not in Miss Barback's class, but uh, <laughs> it's cute. Uh, Serena and Gossip Girl go way back here. They do go way back, and it, it makes sense. Um, you know what? I'm going to pull back from that comment about the wet t-shirt contest, so we'll, uh, okay, great. we'll, we'll move on. <laughs> I was going to say, I would be, I would have loved to have been there. I, you know, I would have loved to have been there if I was in the grade. How about that? That's fair, right? Yeah, that's good. That's yeah. If you were a little ninth grade Brendan, then yes. uh, that's kind of that's what I was you would have loved. It. Your swooshy right. hair, like I Your always, I always say. Hair. Speaking of Hermione, I always say that Hermione gets hot in the third movie, but that's because I watched the third movie when I was young. And you said, like, give you, you do say that a lot, and it's not like anyone <laughs> even a- is asking you. <laughs> no one's pressuring you. No one, no one goes up to you and says, Brendan. Tell me, when did you think Sir Hermione started getting hot? You are continuously <laughs> offering up this information. <laughs> he volunteers the information. It's like it's like on his business card. Oh, by the way, Hermione got hot in the, in the third movie. Most people agree though when they when I do bring it up. Yeah, they just want to get out of the conversation. <laughs> like, sure, whatever you say. Can I go home? Third movie. <laughs> and bring them to I my house. Want, I just want some tea, sir. <laughs> Uh, Blair says, on the bright side, Gossip Girl does not report on college. How would she know this? Gossip Girl is a <laughs> relatively new phenomenon that's only been following them. Did God, When Gossip Girl started back in ninth grade, was she like, by the way, guys, I don't report on college. That's just my, that's just yeah, my MO. Yeah, I think they're, they're too stupid to realize, like, wait, don't you get that this person is just in high school? So they'll report on whatever <laughs> they're doing. Like, they'll move yeah, up to she, college and do that. And, yeah, famously, Gossip Girl does not report on college. She never has before. <laughs> it's like, that's because she just has been following you. Like, right. 
<laughs> but, so they're going to change the subject here. Blair's a little giddy that uh, Serena has finally told her that Chuck said he loves her. And we were picking up on the story after taking a break from it last week to focus on Lily and her flashbacks. Um, Nish, are you a Blair and Chuck shipper? I do like them together. I, I am I, a Blair and Chuck shipper. All right. What about separately? Are you do you uh, do you stand both Blair and Chuck? I, I stand I stand Blair more than Chuck. Okay, but I, I mean, stand hey. Serena more than Blair. Oh god. Wow. I, I knew you had the pro Serena take. That one I <laughs> that one I did remember that you were always Team Serena. Much like oh, yeah. Brendan was, but has been shying away from that. Uh, I mean I feel like it lasted since for a Oh about Brendan, that. you're going to it, the it dark for five side. episodes. If she got yeah, Brendan was pretty yeah. You're going to oh. the dark side. Although can we just talk about how stupid Serena looked with the stupid tassel no, on her hair? No, I was going to compliment her on that. Instead of the cat? Was, one of my favorite oh parts of the episode. Oh, my God. Wow. I, I saw that, and I was just like, this is so stupid. I was like, this is great. She's too good for the fucking hat. She just looks so That's good. That's what I'm saying. Serena's above it, yeah. I like that. She's like, oh, well, I got to be the it girl. Got to be different. Got to just put the... the how how do you move it, it to the girl. other side? How do you move it's, it to the other side? Then your hair gets all messed up. That's it's, true. It's... Like this is if you're a big Serena guy, this is what you should be liking about Serena. Nah. How do you like Serena? But then when she's being Serena, you're like, I hate, I hate that she's doing that. No, that was that. I could have done without that one. That one was just that was a bridge I, I too far that. for you. Bridge too far. I didn't see the. It wasn't point. even like it was, it was a throwaway functional. thing too. It was just like a quick little. You sound like that random like, like you sound like when you bring your grandma to graduation and she starts shit talking the other people that are sitting there like that's, that's arena much. girl i could have done without that tassel <laughs> <laughs> so uh, serena and blair leave the diner and the paparazzi swarms and serena's just trying to cover her face to get in the limo but blair seems more than happy to, po- to pose for the cameras which yes, is pretty funny very funny i love this absolutely um grandpa vanderbilt is back and so is Vanessa, unfortunately. And uh, her stupid camera is back, too. She's, of course, uh, recording so- this, probably trying to make another documentary. Uh, Ganesh, you did say you did mention that uh, Vanessa was your least favorite character, and we kind of glossed over it because of your more insane <laughs> pro-Rufus take. But would you like to expound on your uh, anti-Vanessa take? Sure. So Vanessa, during the rewatch, to be honest, during the initial watch, I didn't really mind Vanessa, but during the rewatch... Me and Vrunda, we were both just like, oh, my God. Like, can she just get out of here? Like, yeah. she just came in. She started making trouble. Just like, can can, can you get out of here? I, you weren't here before, and, and everything was going fine. Like, just just leave. And she's just like, her storyline sucks. Everything sucks about her. Wow. I mean, well said. no argument here. She's always <laughs> breaking in through the window, coming in with her six yeah, packs yeah. of beer. Jeez. So, um, so, yeah. I have so, a theory about this. Oh, what's that? Um, I think... Lately, since Vanessa seems to have given up on Rufus, it makes sense that we see her here with Mr. Vanderbilt. I, I think I think she's now <laughs> sleeping with Grandpa Vanderbilt. That's on why to the next old man. Why else would she be there? Yeah, trying to get a smile out like of him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, Brendan, I agree with that because I was like, she's like, oh, I can't get Dan. Maybe I could get a little roof loving, but <laughs> right? he wasn't That's, having it. He wasn't having it. Yeah, that is Brendan's famous take that uh, Rufus and Vanessa had a thing in the beginning of this uh, series. <laughs> It just recently ended, too. Yeah, well, well, yeah, once Rufus and Lily started becoming a thing. Yeah. So, 
this is the big graduation episode. Much like I love a prom episode, I love a graduation episode even more. So I, I'm excited about everything going on here. Uh, Nate's filling in Vanessa on everything that's happening in his life. He starts his internship at the mayor's office next week. He got dumped by Blair, but uh, that's okay because ever since things ended with Vanessa, he hasn't been able to stop thinking about how terribly things ended between them. It feels like to me that Nate is basically like, remember when me and Chuck weirdly swapped girlfriends for a little while? Well, I'm ready to potentially swap back to you. That's what it felt like for me too. Everything he's like, well, that didn't work out, so I'll go back to the other thing. Like that one actually seemed like it was working better too in the first place. But it really feels like he's like, I I can't not be in a relationship. So uh Vanessa's probably still waiting around for me, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and she She's is just waiting in the and wings. She is. This is when Vanessa nonchalantly mentions that if Nate hadn't tricked her into taking the SATs last year, then she wouldn't be going to NYU. So, okay, Vanessa's just going to NYU now. Everyone else has been take, like talking their college plans nonstop all season, but Vanessa just gets a one-sentence summary, and it turns out she's also going to NYU. Yeah, so you can just like take the SATs and then work at a coffee shop and not go to school and get into NYU? <laughs> yeah, apparently. apparently. She must have gotten a perfect score, I guess. <laughs> I guess so. I mean... I mean, I think, who was it? Was it Blair? She tried to sabotage Nelly Yuki, and, like, Nelly Yuki basically scored a perfect score still. So these Upper East Siders, they get the education. Oh, yeah. They know how to get those SAT scores, apparently. So... Benny and Eric, it's also a celebration for them because all of the mean girls are graduating. And we have really been taking a break from Jenny ruling the school. Um, I mean, do you, Brendan, do you think with the mean girls out of the way, Jenny will rise to the top again? She, I mean, by the end of this episode, she has been crowned the queen. So uh, w- what is that going to look like moving forward? I mean, I guess that she is. Like, we, we've been talking about it for a while, um, especially before she kind of took herself out of the game. We were like, what's she going to do? Is she going to take her spot back? Is she going to fight for it? And then she all of a sudden just kind of didn't care anymore and i was sort of okay with that and it made sense and it, it was earned and it, it, i just wish if they're going to do this um they didn't have a whole half of the season where she didn't give a shit because now she plays this whole thing off where she still tries to make it seem like she's doing it for like for honor- honorable mm-hmm. reasons and then by the end of it, she's like giving the girls orders and stuff and like loves being back up top like maybe it's just the power <laughs> that reminds her like hey oh, this is actually course. really fun like i, I forgot yeah. this i used to yeah. love this stuff i think but the I writers know. were like we don't know what to do with Jenny if she's not if she's not uh, yeah, rising yeah. to the top. It's here. boring need, if she just keeps being bored by her it. Back. Yeah. yeah, we need to set her up for season three here. So I, I'm all for it. Uh, Ganesh, how do you feel about the polarizing Jenny Humphrey? Love Lil J. Lil yes. J. I love Lil J. Um, you know, she comes from the Rufus tree. So, you know, she's good by me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I totally agree with Brendan and your take that like, if they don't have her doing anything on top, it's like, what do we do with her? They try to dabble in the little fashion thing, you know, maybe take it that way. But, um, yeah, I mean, Lil J's got to be on top, right? And as the episode goes on, she talks about burning down the democracy. Yes. Um, so very happy to hear that you, along with us, love Little J. This is a pro Little J pod. I feel like Vrunda is anti Little J. Am I making that up? No, she's actually pro Little J. Oh, okay. Yeah, right, we good. stand I, little Jay in this Brenda house. Hates, Brenda definitely hates someone that I that I disagree with because I remember arguing with her about oh, this. Oh, hundred percent. She's very I, contrarian. What I do hate <laughs> is like the nickname Little Jay. Still, it, it. I think as as she's grown up and become more of a badass, I think it's more like demeaning. Um, right. Well, I mean, she'll be she'll be queen now, so she can decide what she wants to. Uh, Jay. She wants to go it by. It sounds good. Yeah, it sounds like she's like giving like little like like little hand jobs or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, hey, uh, want to give me a little J? Yeah, someone posted really a tip to Gossip Girl. Uh, Nate got a little J from Little <laughs> J. <in> the... <laughs> a little J. 
I'm pretty sure that was one of the tips when I when I paused on the screen. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> so the minions drop by to ask Jenny if she's throwing her hat into the ring to become queen next year. Obviously, I'm still obsessed with the politics of the school and how they work. Uh, even Eliyuki is asking what would the high school be without hierarchy. And Blair, in this moment, seems to have her minions back under her control after the events of prom. She's, like, ordering them to put their graduation headbands back on, uh, telling Penelope to get rid of her scarf. And say, she's saying that she gets to choose the next queen. And uh, so then she exits. And I like when she exits. Eric subtly bows at her, to her as she leaves. <laughs> Eric, is, Eric is really funny. Yeah, I, that was, I yeah, that's a good little touch right there. Yeah, Eric is so funny. Um, then... So Penelope tells Jenny that they actually don't listen to Blair anymore and that the the ceremony is going to take place at midnight at the Archibald party and whoever tells the minions the biggest piece of gossip will get to be queen. So if it is Jenny, which we find out it, it probably will be, I and mean, it's good. Jenny's going to get a whole two years to rule. Yeah, it's, it's a long run because Blair had the same amount of time, I'm, I'm guessing, right? Yeah, I believe Blair ha also had two years because, well, two and a half probably because Serena leaves for boarding school, I believe, halfway through sophomore uh. year. It is just funny though because they they, they they are right. They have not been listening to Blair for a while now, just mostly just because of Blair's negligence and just hasn't cared enough. Right. Um, since she's she's come back, they're still like definitely scared of her, but they she's just still too busy to actually be doing the day in day out stuff with them. So they do a lot of their own stuff, but they're still trying to like elect a leader because they they run on their own but they don't want to <laughs> they want to be told what to do still by someone but it can't be one exactly. of them but they wouldn't hire from within no they, no 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 of course not. Makes no sense. <laughs> well so yeah so blair blair needs to do the thing they did in the office in season 6 where they have uh, michael and jim both be uh, branch managers and uh, one does the day to day stuff and the other one does big picture stuff. Blair just wants to yeah. handle the big picture stuff with the minions but needs someone to be uh, handle the day to day nonsense <laughs> while yeah. uh, she's trying to win over chuck who would be like the robert california of the group we don't need. I don't know. No idea. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> the metaphor ends here. <laughs> and Jenny has some competition uh, for Queen next year, even though she's not even competing. But uh, look who it is: our, our old friend, Little Emma Boardman of Muffy's Muff Got Stuffed fame. <laughs> yeah, I knew I recognized her from somewhere. <laughs> I wasn't expecting her to make a return, but wow, uh, oh. she's going to be a freshman. I think that would be unheard of. Ruling for four years, a true dynasty. Wait, so her Muff got stuffed, and she was a no Muffy's Muff got stuffed. She she's wanted the one that. She, yeah, her friend oh, Muffy. Right. Was, she was, the she was upset that Muffy was losing her virginity before her. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Glad we're all caught up. Um, she's kind of already being an asshole to Jenny. I, I don't get her burns exactly, but they seem to be playing well with the minions. And Eric is ready to concede that next year will be more of the same after all. But good Jenny wants to end the monarchy once and for all. She says the monarchy ends tonight, which just seems very epic here. This is even crazier yeah. to think about that you said that. Like this girl, they they want to. It's crazy that she would be running for four years or reigning for four years but they're going to right. even like think about electing a girl that's going to be a freshman and they're yeah. they're all going to be seniors and they're going to like oh, you She's know what let's, let's, let's not hire someone our age or a year younger let's hire someone who's still in middle school minion the minions aren't even going to be seniors because they are all at graduation oh, right, so they're true. all graduate i don't know why they have such a vested interest in who takes <laughs> over after they leave but yeah yeah, not a single one of them right not even like no you right. graduating penelope's I mean, graduating. okay so i was gonna i was gonna bring this up when we we see graduation, but uh, it looks like the only minions that are here that, that have made it to the end of school here are uh, Penelope, Isabel, and Neliyuki. Hazel is nowhere to be found. Is Hazel just not graduating? Is Hazel younger than them? Like, what, what's going on with Hazel here? I, don't, I guess they're, so they're, yeah, they're, they're just like electing someone to run Hazel. 
yeah. and Hazel was Hazel's older than them. She's a year older than them, but she's just been going back to the high school the entire year. <laughs> yeah, I guess wow. so. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll we'll see we'll see what happens there if H- hazel just turns into head minion and she builds up a new troop uh little emma will probably be involved as well um but this is what we've been missing from the show i love a good jenny storyline like this and with eric in it as well love it like this is we've, we've been saying like the whole second half of season two jenny has just been in the matt carpenter pinch hitting role yes. where her her <laughs> only like her only job is to pretty she just has like one or two scenes an episode and she pretty much just says dan you're being an idiot and then dan's like you're right okay or she goes rufus you're being an idiot and he's like all right you're, you're right jenny like she's doing great she's she she's is. getting those pinch hit home runs but like that's it she's just coming off the bench yes so now in this episode i guess her foot has healed from being broken off that foul ball and she's ready <laughs> yeah. to play in the playoffs yeah she's finally ready to come back and make a name for herself yeah here. Um, so Dan and Serena are in their gowns. Uh, Dan's name was accidentally left off the name of graduates. This might be my joke of the episode. It's like more of a joke from the universe that Dan is just excluded, uh, which is very funny. He receives <laughs> yeah. that, that card from the random guy that reads, we apologize for the inadvertent omission of Daniel Humphrey from the graduation program. He is indeed graduating. Congratulations, Don, which is so funny. It, like After spelling out Daniel, then they go Don. Yeah. 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 If that were me, I would keep that forever. Like luckily Dan also sees the humor in this and he says it's perfect as well. Yeah. It's very good. Um, do you guys have any fond memories of uh, graduation? Um, I think I I, I uh, what are we watching? We were watching the season finale of uh, Never Have I Ever, and I was thinking about this actually, because um, because Trent in that show is mm-hmm. like kind of confusing everyone of why he's like not going to get his gown and all this stuff, mm-hmm. and they find out spoiler alert uh, that he does not need a gown. If you've uh, not finished uh, Never Have I Ever, skip forward 15 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I remember, and I, th- I think they were making a big deal that it was like a couple of days out and he hadn't gotten his gown yet. And I remembered that uh, me and Rich Reese famously got our gown maybe like an hour <laughs> before the ceremony itself because we, we parked. I remember. <laughs> yeah, we, we parked in his Camaro outside of the middle school where we were doing the ceremony. We, but we put the, both the seats down, took a nap for like a half hour until they opened up for us. And then we went into this random classroom that, that was just full of gowns and we had like a little try-on <laughs> session, a little fashion show, and then uh, we were ready to go. And it was a lot of fun. A, mon- a montage. It was definitely a montage, trying yeah. on gowns. And why did you guys wait for that long? I don't know. We're, we're both such procrastinators. Yeah, you guys are idiots. Yeah. I just, Ganesh, we, uh, we were sitting close to each other during graduation because we were yep. both part of the yep. uh, Business Honor Society. Yep. We got those fancy one- uh, BHS tassels. Yeah, yeah, we we looked cool. We didn't we we didn't just have a tassel in our hair. Um, <laughs> I think I think the one thing I remember from our graduation was like somebody was talking, and then all of a sudden, like lightning just goes yep. across, and all of a sudden they're just like, "All right, we're gonna just start giving everyone their diplomas oh, yeah. now." <laughs> yep, so, like, to, we did sit through every speeches. <laughs> and, oh, like, I, think, I forgot. I do. Yeah, I didn't want to sit there. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. It's like all of a sudden they're like, all right, we're going to give everyone their diplomas now. And everyone's just like, thank Rapid God. Rapid fire. Yeah. And, yeah, you know, all the kids giving... were so happy and all the parents were so pissed off because they wanted to like, last long because they're <laughs> there for the show. Yeah. yeah, of course. Graduation is, of course, for the parents. Yeah. And yeah, someone was giving their speech and <laughs> the thunder just huge thunder. And he was like, all right, I'm going to wrap this up. And, uh, <laughs> the Lutetarian, Ray Kelly, was pissed he didn't get to make his speech. Sorry. Sucks. I have to throw him under the bus here. I'm sure he's a listener. <laughs> 
So Blair comes outside. She finds Chuck, and uh, we're getting a patented Blair and Chuck scene pretty early in this episode. But don't worry, there'll be plenty more to come. And they're pretty much just catching up. Blair is great, but she could be better. And she's about to tell Chuck that she broke up with Nate, but once again, she can't do it for some reason, and instead tells him that she's so happy that high school is over. But I guess what else would you expect from coward Chuck and weakling Blair, as they will be known? <laughs> They are uh, both respectively cowards and weaklings. Um, is it, I guess this makes sense. It's like minute five of the show or ten of the show. Like you can't. You can't Brendan always looking at that runtime yeah. to, to see what's gonna be happening. <laughs> Brendan's like, Brendan's like got thirty five minutes left. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's how he makes his predictions with, what, with what's gonna happen. That's true. So, although when it comes to Gossip Girl and she's like, oh, I'm gonna give my labels. It's like her labels are kind of mean. <laughs> well, no one said Gossip Girl was nice, <laughs> yeah, but it's like it's Welcome like the show. We called him coward, coward Chuck. It's like, damn, you couldn't even soften the blow a little bit. Like, just we get to coward. it. Well, they said think like she could have done Chuck sort of a coward. Better. Yeah, <laughs> to soften it. Ch- Chuck, I like you, buddy, but you're kind of a coward. Yeah, <laughs> he comes through with poor Nate, and she's like, Nate, whore. I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> my ears. <laughs> so uh, Rufus and Jenny sit down And it seems like Vanessa has also followed them there And their seats are next to Lily and Eric And of course Ganesha's guy Rufus has to make A stupid comment Oh how could I forget we got seats together Like shut the fuck up Rufus there Come on go. that's classic We gotta give that's your man. One, one dig to Rufus That's classic That's classic, classic dad joke A dad joke? <laughs> He's being a bitch Dad humor He's, He's just being, being, being a such humor. a whiny little turd I bet he pre-planned no. that, what he was going to say, and that was the best he could come up with, too. I th- he, he probably realized they were sitting together. He's like, oh, okay, good, good. good. I, for- I almost forgot about that. Perfect. Let me, let me practice yeah. my lines. <laughs> now, Ganesh, I know you're a big Rufus guy, but are you a Rufus Lily shipper? Oh, of course. Okay, I, good to know. I like Rufus and Lily, although I do feel like Lily, if she was just single, ready to mingle, is mm. like, that's prime Lily. Oof. Oh, yeah. Her her thing is famously getting married, so it's tough to find a single Lily. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cyrus is also here. He and Eleanor sit down, and Cyrus brings up the iconic Seder that everyone was at. And Eleanor lets Rufus and Lily know how lovely of a couple they are. And Cyrus tells them that they need to get married. I, I, do, I do love when Cyrus is like, dating at our age is not enough. Because you get the, the catchphrase. Yes. Also, he is implying that they are all Cyrus age. which is just not <laughs> Cyrus is actually like 47. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's a terrible 47 <laughs> so, bring up a sore subject here with rufus and lily also butt out cyrus yeah it's very funny like what a way to put it she must be a cyrus fan. I'm, i am a big Cy- i'm i'm a big cyrus fan he's like the older rufus what <laughs> no, no he's not <laughs> no. the older rufus stop it <laughs> but he's when, when rufus is like give rufus 15 years he's cyrus <laughs> enough enough no, they're the same age <laughs> um, how is there no Dorota in this <laughs> He's episode? Walk past all that. <laughs> yeah, I. I, I we're not gonna have time for it. Convince Ganesh to have, have <laughs> like sane takes. He's gonna, he's gonna shrink a foot, <laughs> become Jewish. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, I was in the middle of my outrage that Dorota is not in this episode. Uh, she, like her, Dorota not getting a ticket to Blair's yeah, graduation is truly a crime. Well, she, had her, she, she can't get enough of these up. fucking Mets. <laughs> yeah, the Mets game was on. She had to watch. <laughs> are you, are you, are you a, a big Dorota guy? We all are. Are you? Bi- aren't you a big Dorota fan? 
I do, but I don't stay in her a lot. But I wow. do like her. You're probably the lowest anyone's ever been on Dorota. Yeah, Everyone I, else I do like her a lot. Like, is like very low praise for her. Yeah. I still yeah, like. I'm I, not I even. Like I'm, still, I'm not there yet either. Funny so. stuff. Uh, you know, if if she was if she was there, okay. If she's not, eh. Oh, okay. So Ganesh, not okay. upset that the road is not here. Uh, for um, my for my so, road update, like end of season two, yes. I'll say like to Ganesh's point, when she's not there, I don't feel. I feel like ah, oh, but I'm not like pissed off. But I I do I right. do like she definitely adds when she's there. But when she's not there, not the end of the world. She just is a bonus. Okay. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Do you agree, though, Gagan, that it is kind of fucked up that she didn't get a ticket? Because, like, she's probably yeah. known Blair since she was, like, a baby, and they're just like, all right, we're going to leave her at home. Yeah, they're like, all right, Dorota, you sweep. We'll go watch Blair <laughs> graduate. Yeah. Come on. It should, so, be, it should be mom and Dorota. And Lisa. I love Cyrus, but I think Dorota's more important than Cyrus. I mean, I'm sure they get more than two tickets. I mean, Rufus, Jenny, and Vanessa all got to go to see Dan. Mm. From what I remember in... in college the graduation was two tickets and then uh two like standing room oh uh, i so maybe she was out I there somewhere standing. I... maybe i mean <laughs> she she's by the bleachers yeah in, in her undercover dorota outfit <laughs> Foam finger. so yeah the the grads walk in the minions take a selfie blair and serena adorably smile at each other at pretty sure they're holding hands here and we, uh, we see Queller begin her speech, and Blair tells Serena that she chickened out telling Chuck, and Serena looks her in the eyes and says that this is the beginning of something new. Now we can all move on. Clearly some subtext here. Um, Ganesh, do you support my theory that Serena and Blair are secretly in love? Oh, 100%. Thank you. <laughs> 100% in love. They're either either they're in love or or like they I, – I, I, honestly, I can't even say that. They're, they they got to be in love. It has to be. There's no <laughs> other way around. What were you there's no say? option B. The evidence that we have there's seen. No option B. Yeah. Option there's B no. was that maybe that they had a little fling going on, but like I, I can't even say that because even if they had a fling, I think they would have just ended up dating. So I think they're in love with each other. All right. Well, it's been confirmed here in the season two finale. I mean, we don't need any more. This is the. I think this is the first sane thing you've said all episode. <laughs> I know. Um, I recently uh, gave the news to everyone on here that I'm engaged, but I, I feel like there's a, a, a pickup line somewhere in there for me personally that I could use maybe if I if this ever goes okay. wrong uh, about the option B. Like I go to somebody and say like, I hope your option A doesn't work out, so you can get with option B. Is that that's what, that's what you want to say to someone. Because your name's Brendan? <laughs> yes. Is it, would, that, would that work? <laughs> I, mean, I think you might have to explain it to them because if they don't know your name, they're going to be right like, away. wait. Oh, yeah. If they don't know my name, well, it doesn't work. I mean, I know your name and I still didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. you, you have to go up to them and introduce yourself. Be like, hey, baby. My name's Brendan. <laughs> I hope your option A doesn't work out so you can get with your option B. Oh, uh, see, that sounds And then better. I'm yeah. going to come in. I'm gonna come oh, in you're here too. and like Spartan, Spartan <laughs> kick you, and I'm gonna say ditch the zero and get with the hero because I'm gonna have a cape on. Yeah. You're not gonna like say skip all the way down to G or something like that. <laughs> I nah, he's just gonna ditch, <laughs> he's gonna ditch the zero, change. get with the hero. And that's a classic. You can't go wrong with that one. No, yeah, no mix-ups there. Like if someone says ditch the zero, get with the hero, I know exactly what they're talking about. <laughs> The option B thing really needs to be workshopped. Especially when I have a cape with Rufus's face on it. Oh, okay. No, that would raise more questions, I think, than just... And you can find those Rufus capes in our shop. 
<laughs> we will be selling that yeah. nice merch. <laughs> Rufus capes that say ditch the zero and get with the hero. <laughs> but it works for Rufus too. Like ditch ditch Bart and get with me. Ditch oh. well, I guess technically ditch Bart Bart might be the died. If by ditching Bart you mean she died. By by ditching Bart, I mean moving on after a tragic death. We were, we were definitely gonna find out soon that Rufus was in the car that crashed into Bart's. <laughs> so, he rented a fucking rider truck. Oh boy. So Blair tells Serena that no one can take this moment from them, and right on cue, everyone gets a gossip girl blast, and she says, Not so fast. You're not graduating until I give you my diplomas. Mine are labels, and labels stick. Nate Archibald, class whore. Dan Humphrey, the ultimate insider. Chuck Bass, coward. Blair Waldorf, weakling. And as for Serena Vanderwoodson, after today, you are officially irrelevant. Congratulations, everyone. You deserve it. Now... What do we think of these superlatives? Uh, Ganesh said they were mean. I, I think this is an <laughs> iconic idea from Gossip Girl to to end the senior year, but I feel like she could have done better with these. Like, yeah, I don't think people are going to even remember these. Like, I, I just to brag, I famously won a most outgoing our senior year. You both famously won nothing, but I, I wouldn't think twice <laughs> if I got one of these. The insider one's really stupid. That one makes the least sense to me. Like, it makes sense when you like spell it out, but like, that's a is that an insult? Like, because she was going yeah. for insults and an insider. Like, well, I guess it's Dan insult, it is. Dan, because Dan wants to be the guy that's not involved in this yeah, hoity-toity if world. If I was one of the other, but, like, thousand people that got that message, I'd be like, what are they talking about? Do you, do you think the do rest think, of the graduating class is pissed that the same five people are getting all the attention? That was again? also the funny part. I going to just ask that. Like, do you think there's one kid just sitting down just like, she didn't mention me? <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah, fucking Horace in the back is like, what about me? <laughs> I fucked more than, than Nate. <laughs> I pull, I pull too. <laughs> um, even one of the teachers was getting the gossip girl blast, which, which yeah. was a nice touch, especially because it was like an old guy with glasses. <laughs> yeah, Dan is an insider. <laughs> He's thinking to himself, yep, those work. <laughs> <laughs> so Serena has had it up to here with the status quo, and she's going to take down Gossip Girl. So we, so we have Jenny taking down the monarchy, Serena taking down the titular Gossip Girl. We have two blonde girls on a mission in this episode. I it's it's very funny that she feels the need to do this. Like it's like it's very weird. Immediately, I was like, "What? What? Like what? This is the like, like Ganesh said. They're mean, but but they're not that mean. Like <laughs> maybe she felt that they were just as mean as he did because she goes ballistic and feels the need to take yeah. it down. Like of all things, like why? Now, why now? You've been putting up with Gossip Girl for four years. Why now do you need to take her down? Serena had it. Serena was like, you know what? This is it. End of high school. I got I got to make. I got to make my mark. But it's over now. It's over. He doesn't know they're following her to college. That is true. She does not know that. So. She's just pissed. She's just like. She's just like. Oh well. I got to do it for like posterity. Maybe she read the Constitution before. Uh, yeah, she probably <laughs> just read the Constitution. That's got to be it. So. Serena rallies the troops. She has gathered the non-judgmental breakfast club and the minions and tries to get them all riled up with her. Minions are too scared to do anything, and they're also acting very shady here for some reason, and they just, like, sketchily back away from the conversation. Chuck and Blair are going to back up Serena, though, and Nate's going to go do some damage control. Uh, Chuck and Blair are ready to help because they've got the most secrets to hide. Blair says she's going to gather intel, and Chuck is going to run some stats. What does that mean? Is Chuck <laughs> heading to the computer lab? Like, what Gossip Girl saber metrics is Chuck whipping up? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He's checking out her war. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'll go run some stats. <laughs> what do you mean, Chucky? You're going to go on Facebook and yeah. Google people? Like, what are you talking oh about? Oh, my God. Her Babib is off the charts. <laughs> <laughs> She's due for a regression to the mean. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I don't know how many big baseball saber metric heads we have listening to this podcast, but <laughs> but they're loving it right now. <laughs> so. Rufus and Lily now. Rufus is here to apologize, and Lily is here to be condescending, which Rufus deserves. And yeah. he is still complaining about the boyfriend allowance. Oh, maybe you gave me money when I asked you not to. So Lily just stands up, says, listen, we both make mis- make mistakes, but if you don't grow up and get over it, then we're never going to be able to move up, move forward. And then she just leaves. She, like, she said, I have no time for the bullshit, and she just left him. Good. But even even like throughout these conversations they have at the graduation, I still feel like the energy that they have is is not like... Nothing they've gone through recently is enough for them to be fully done. So I, I had faith in the two of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely still some uh, sexual tension in these in oh, these uh, so sexual arguments with each other. Oh yeah. So Nate and grandfather. Uh, now that he's going to be working with the mayor, Nate, that is, he needs to tell Grandpa some things just in case they get out. Like the fact that he had an affair with an older woman, and <laughs> like Grandpa literally says, "My boy, welcome yeah. to Washington." <laughs> like he li- literally gives him a pat on the back with that old "atta boy." My boy, <laughs> welcome to Washington, son. Like, With that reaction, I thought like as Nate kept going, he was going to get more excited about the scenario too. Oh, my boy, <laughs> and she paid you, <laughs> and she was married, and she was a duchess, and she paid you, my boy. I usually have to pay them. Yeah, so he tells grandpa the sudden, whole situation. Nate just starts smiling, just gives his grandpa a high five. <laughs> yeah, that's where I thought it was going. Yeah. Uh, grandfather agrees to protect him no matter what happens. Like, imagine telling your grandpa this. <laughs> Sorry. What's, I just gonna say I was just like, are you imagining telling your grandpa this? I was. I mean, I'm giving Brendan a second to actually imagine telling his I, grandpa. I was this. doing that, but it was just like me at a graveyard talking to the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Grandpa, you'll never <laughs> never believe what I did this summer. Like <laughs> mouth in the grass. So Chuck enters. He asks Nate if he's seen his girlfriend. And so Chuck finally finds out that Nate and Blair broke up because Nate's like, oh, you, you don't know. I get why Blair hasn't told Chuck, but why hasn't Nate told Chuck this already? You'd think it would come up. Yeah, well, they've been going through this weird period where they don't like talk to each other at all unless it's like, convenient for them. Yeah, it's, bad exactly. communi- it's bad communication all season long with the two of them. All around, yeah. So, Dan and Vanessa now. Serena asks them if they can believe Gossip Girl. What, like, again, Serena has for some reason made this her mission all of a sudden. She's been fine with ignoring Gossip Girl up until now. And she goes to Dan, she's like, come on, The Insider? What is that? And Dan quickly replies, it's a tabloid TV show, which, brilliant. I feel I feel like that was like a nice uh, Ganesh off-the-cuff remark there. Yeah, it very much was. <laughs> no, Ganesh, you, you kind of remind me of Penn Badgley. Oh yeah, I'll take that. Yeah, I see that handsome that serial killer vibes. Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I go for—the sociopath uh, serial killer vibes. That's you. Sounds like a real sociopath. sociopath. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Vanessa apparently also said at the same time it's a really good movie. So both of them are getting in on the uh, getting in on the game here. Yeah. And Dan's like. We just graduated. Literally, who gives a shit about Gossip Girl? Kind of like what we've been saying. And then it gets awkward because Serena simply says that because they're friends, which shouldn't be weird like because you'd think they are friends. And then Dan just, for no reason, unprompted, says, eh, 
well, actually, school's finished. Our parents might be breaking up. So uh, we're going to be different cities next year. So, you know, are we really friends? Why would he say this? Who says this? Like, that that was fucked up. Even if that's how you feel, you lie in that situation. Right. Like, speaking of Ganesh being a sociopath, that was a real sociopathic move. And I would also storm <laughs> off if I were Serena. Especially as, like, a senior in high school, you, you shouldn't have the skills to be that upfront with somebody. And, like, actually, I don't even know if I want to call it a skill. It is just, like, maybe a lack of a skill, if anything. Because, like, think about yourself in 12th grade when you're saying goodbye to, like, 500 people. Most of them, like, you're writing their yearbook and you're just like, yeah, yeah we'll, have, we'll hang out this summer. Like, you just yeah, say that. Yeah. Just, like, at the hopes that you do, but, like, Yeah, I'll you see won't. you in Binghamton all the time. I'll yeah. visit yeah. next semester. Like, <laughs> yeah. Not like, to mention, Dan, like, like loved Serena since like elementary school and all of a sudden he's just ready to write her off because they graduated. Once upon a time, he was so in love with this girl that he stalked her and wrote stories about her. <laughs> right. Like it's, it's, this is meaner than anything gossip girl said. <laughs> Definitely. That is that is true. That is true. So, and Dan hit her right in the heart with that one. You really did. And it seems and so, like it's, and a low moment for her too because I I was going to say that I feel like Serena is maybe doing this in almost like a like an Abed from community fashion where she just can't let go of the fact that high school's ending. And it feels like she's spiraling. Yeah. It's almost like when Troy was leaving school and he just had to keep playing the game no matter what. Right. She, I feel yeah, like she I just created say, the scenario because she's I would never say that <laughs> Serena is the Abed of Gossip Girl, but that's a very astute observation. Yeah, that's Roman. what it felt like. Yeah, so the scene ends with Dan telling Vanessa, let's go home. Vanessa does not live with them. I hate I hate that Vanessa has wormed her way into this family. <laughs> let's go home. I didn't even pick up let's on go that. Home. Oh, my God. So non-judgmental breakfast club. They're all squeezed in on that little staircase. Very, very cute visual. I love it. I don't know why they're all just, like, sitting on steps with each other. But uh, they are all more than willing to scheme with Serena. And they're willing to admit to being friends with her, too. That's the important thing. So... They've narrowed it down. They ran the stats. They gathered the intel and ran the stats. Yep. And they've narrowed it down to, get this, someone who probably goes to Constance. Great huh, work so far. Wow. Also, someone who is probably their age. Hey, come okay. on, guys. I could have told you Pretty this. Good. And I have run it. No stats. Like, <laughs> Really? How long did this take you? They spent an hour on this and this is all they came up with? <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh... Pretty, pretty makes a lot of sense. Like they, they get yeah, they get yeah. up they get updates from Gossip Girl about their schools. They get I don't I haven't other seen school, them. Yeah. Maybe it's off screen, but we don't see them get updates about other schools. Blair says in this that um, it's like they get like their school gets something to like five hundred to six hundred percent more than the next highest school yeah. that gets okay. updates. So, uh, yeah. So very astute observations on their part as well. And they realize that if she is a senior, then she's in the room right now. So. Chuck thinks it might be Nelly Yuki. It's a fun guessing game. And, and this is fun because um, Gossip Girl has never really played with the mystery of who is Gossip Girl yet. And don't get me wrong. I, I've always said I don't want this to be what the show is about. But it's a nice change of pace for a season finale here. And uh, I guess, Brendan, I haven't asked you this because it's not like the writers knew who Gossip Girl was until uh, close to the last episode. So it's not like you'd be able to guess based on any clues you picked up. But I guess since it's relevant to the plot right now, do you have a guess as to who uh, Gossip Girl is? Obviously, I will not tell you if you're right. But do, do, you, uh, do you have a guess as of right now? Uh, no, but I think in this moment, Nelly Yuki was one of the, the ones that made the most sense because she has been the most conniving mm -hmm. has come out of nowhere from being like this innocent little girl to just like almost full on reigning the, the minions. So she, she has the, the most uh, the most valid case for being it uh, at, the, at this moment. Sure, sure. So Serena is done with this bullshit and she doesn't have time to keep guessing. So she's going to send Gossip Girl a, a quote unquote tip and. I guess this is the first time all the seniors have been in the same room together, so this is the first time she's been able to do this trick. And we get a big shock as Jonathan gets the message. Now, 
what a twist. Brendan, I would ask you what you were thinking, but I'm assuming you're just going to tell me, well, I was looking at the runtime, so I knew it couldn't be Jonathan. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a good guess. <laughs> Anytime there's a twist, Brendan pauses to see how much time's left. Well, in the it, it didn't really give us enough time to marinate it, because like, no, yeah, a second the, later, they tell us. Literal next scene. So it's like, I guess this is where they went to commercial, and it's like, whoa, yeah, sure, Jonathan's yeah. Gossip Girl. And then they come back from Gossip Girl, and it's like, so Jonathan's not Gossip Girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really pull it's the rug out literal, from underneath you. Yeah, second later. So we find out it's not Jonathan. Turns out he just hacked Gossip Girl's server, which is something Jonathan can just do, I guess. And now they have access to everything that gets sent to her, which seems like too much power to have. But apparently Gossip yeah, Girl gets... just like a little too convenient, though. Like, they just write off Jonathan. Like, <laughs> yeah, right? no, like they're like... Sure, yeah. Like, he, he's the only one that gets the text. And then all of a sudden, they're all just like, oh, no, he just hacked... He, he told us he just hacked it, and he's showing us it. Like, he might be Gossip Girl if he just, like... He could just say, like, oh, yeah, I hacked it, and then show them, oh, yeah, look, I hacked it, but it's, like, really just him. That yeah, does seem like the obvious it. play if you are actually Gossip Girl. Yeah, that's right. a good point. Hey, you, so. Yeah, what, what you, so you have, so amazingly, you have all these things, but you can't send anything? You can't send out blasts? Like, prove that you can't send out blasts. Like, how do you prove that? If, jo if Jonathan and Eric have this information, couldn't they be doing something with it to, like, help out the situation? They're just, they just They've have all of this, and they're this. just sitting on it and doing nothing. Yeah, that's crazy. They're just checking out Gossip Girl's drafts. Yeah. They're like, haha, like, this one's going to be fun. You could, like, minimize the damage from Gossip Girl. It's every time you get a tip, you, like, go to the person and be like, just to let you know this is out there. Gossip Girl knows about it. Maybe you want to do some damage control of it about it. And then Gossip Girl, like, loses a lot of power that way. Yeah. It, 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 <laughs> I wonder how long they've been doing this for or seeing it. Yeah, just, just reading. So apparently uh, Gossip Girl gets even more tips that she doesn't report, and Eric's theory is that either she can't substantiate some of them, like that Eric dyes his hair, or she waits for the perfect moment for maximum damage. And uh, I paused the screen on the emails, and there is some gold here. Did you guys happen to read some of no, the tips that were emailed? No. Oh, some good ones. I'll read, but I'm not even going to read all of them, but I'll read the ones that are relevant, like stuff that have actually happened and stuff that's just funny. So there's Chuck Bass thinks he killed his mother. And also, these are all like, it shows who sent in the tips, and they're all random names, so I don't know how these people huh. know all these stuff, but whatever. So Chuck Best thinks he killed his mother. Uh, Nate Archibald has a small dot, 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 assuming that's going to say oh, uh, Johnson. Wow. Yeah. Um, Blair, Blair Waldorf hooked up with Jack Bass on New Year's Eve, which is going to become relevant soon in this episode. Mm -hmm. uh, Chuck Bass and that weird Brooklyn girl had sex more than <laughs> once. Serena got fake married in Spain. Guess who saw Jenny Humphrey with no shirt on? Nate Archibald. And then he kissed her, um, perv much, which Jan is going to find out about in this episode. Eric Vanderwoodson dyes his hair. Serena Vanderwoodson hasn't spoken to her dad in years. No wonder the girl has lots of daddy issues, which is also going to become relevant this episode. Um, Dan Humphrey wrote a tell-all article about Chuck Bass's dad, Bart. It never got published, but still, how rude. Um, Blair Waldorf stole a pair of sunglasses. Can you say klepto? Oh my god, this is so sad. Nate Archibald was a squatter earlier this school year. Uh, this one's a good one. I hear Serena Vanderwoodson has an unhealthy obsession with all things Harry Potter. She totally crushes on Ron Weasley. What an effing door. <laughs> <laughs> she should have blasted that That's one. That's really good. <laughs> she should have blasted That's that one. one. Serena and Ron Weasley. Wow. wow. <laughs> did did um, you see one that says uh, Brendan thinks Hermione got hot in the third <laughs> Harry Potter? <laughs> that was in there, actually. Uh, <laughs> Blair had Chuck pretend to fall for Vanessa. Too bad Chuck actually gulp sort of fell for her. Question mark, question mark. Here's one. The only one I included that is not from one of our main five characters here. Anne Hess has a porn problem. He's addicted and it's getting out of control. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Is it Dan Hess or Dan S? 
Dan, yeah, no, Dan Hess. Oh, the Dan Hess. I, I said Dan Hess too for a second. <laughs> yeah. So, and then um, Serena and Aaron Rose never had sex. What the hell is up with that? And then there must have been more because according to the uh, wiki, it says that gossip girl tips that were never reported include Blair purging her lunch during sophomore year, Chuck having sexual problems. Here's a good one. The longest book Nate has ever read being Dr. Seuss. No. <laughs> <laughs> that we could have got a good guess. <laughs> Blair peeking on Aaron Rose in the shower. Nate having three nipples. Which, okay. Uh, wow. Nate turning Howard Archibald in, which is not true. So some of these obviously are not true. Dan not being able to afford Yale and Dorota being an illegal immigrant, and which hopefully is not true because we don't need Dorota being import, uh, deported no. here. Not imported. That would make sense. Um, <laughs> I don't know how these random people found all this stuff out, but I am treating all of it as, as canon, except for the stuff that has been disproved. Yeah. It's I love true the until it is proved. Uh, Nate gets hit the hardest here. He's got a small penis. He can only yeah. read Dr. Seuss. I guess I think uh, like, Nate's do definitely. sound like just like plain slander. Like they're they're the most yeah. drastic. Yeah, they really do. Poor Nate. Everyone else's stuff was at least like confirmed to be true for the most part. Yeah, specific enough to sound true. Also, poor Dan Hess though. Dan, yeah, Dan He's has helped. caught a ricochet bullet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dan's complaining that they get all the attention, and then he's like, not like this, not like this. Do you think that Dan has sent that in himself, hoping they would get blasted out and he would get help? <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was his cry for help. Yeah. He has got a problem. All right, so um, Rufus is playing the guitar and pouting, and <laughs> I was I just sighed as soon as I saw him. <laughs> and then Dan comes home in his stupid vest. Like, the Humphrey boys are playing classic. their greatest hits right now <laughs> at just me rolling my eyes. And they have one of their classic father-son talks that uh, Ganesh probably loved. I and... loved it. <laughs> and this is where Dan confirms that he's going to be living in the dorms at NYU, which, why does everyone keep glossing over their final decisions? It feels like we missed an episode. I, that's I, that was my one of my big problems with this episode. It was just like I felt like we were skipping so much, and like they took their sweet time getting to this one by like going back and forth between different <laughs> humongous plot lines. I'm like, okay, I guess they're waiting right. to get everything together at the end, and then the last one felt rushed. And then we'll we'll get to the uh, the rushed ending to the epilogue that that happens with uh, Georgina. It's great. They had so much time. They had they had 25 <laughs> episodes to do all this, and they, they it's ridiculous. Oh. I, I thought we were not. Gonna, I thought we were going to finish the episode without Georgina, honestly. Yeah, I mean, I completely forgot about her until she pops up again. So Rufus actually does give good advice here for once. He tells Dan not to miss his last high school party, and Dan's going to listen. And then Rufus calls Lily, and just as she's uh, barging through the door with a six-pack. Got to say, much more charming when Lily does this uh, than, when, than when Vanessa does it. And you can see why he kicked Vanessa to the curb, because yeah, <laughs> why would you stand yeah. for that when you can get this? It would have been funny if uh, Vanessa walked in with a six-pack like a minute later. <laughs> You're like, oh, I thought that was our thing. <laughs> it's always the same stupid green beers, whatever whatever these are. Yeah, they love their green beers here they in the do. Upper East Side. So uh, Lily feels old because her kids graduate, and she wants to feel young again with Rufus. And uh, Rufus goes, what's in the bag? Something I found in Chuck's room. Then I bet it's good. Do you think it was, like, porn? No, it was weed. I thought it was, <laughs> like, drugs. <laughs> I I thought they were dipping into Chuck's porn collection. Probably they were good gonna get porn a, that's wrapped up yeah. in this brown bag. Yeah, probably. <laughs> it would be good if they got you know Rufus has. would be into some like crazy. Yeah, shit. I mean, what's in the bag? Something I found in Dan Hess's room. Oh, then I bet it's good. <laughs> Ganesh, what do you think uh, Rufus's big kink would be? <laughs> Are oh, you asking? God. He's definitely he's definitely the type that like will tie Lily to the bed, but uh, he won't even do anything. He'll just grab an acoustic guitar <laughs> and, and just start singing. 
<laughs> she did, yeah. She as he's like stroking it, he's just he's just going. I hope you're talking about stroking the guitar <laughs> yeah, strings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I mean. He's, he's slapping the bass. <laughs> so. Eleanor is helping Blair with her dress. Uh, they're having a much-needed mother-daughter moment. Eleanor knows what happened with her and Chuck, and she asks if she's seeing him tonight, and then tells Blair not to let him get away with it. So a cute scene between the two of them. Yeah, this is very, this is very cute. We, we, I wasn't sure what she was going to say, because her mom, knowing Chuck, would be like, I thought she'd be kind of like, are you sure this is a guy you want to spend the rest of your life with? Um, that's my impression. Or Chuck's, Chuck's, rich. Chuck, Chuck's rich. It's fine. Yeah, that's true. I, I just wasn't sure what she felt about his character as, right. as a man. As a man. So, As a man. We're finally at the after party here, and Nelly Yuki is getting wild. She is Hell bumping yeah. into everyone. Nate seems amused. Uh, she's drunk enough to finally profess her love for Dan, but then sees Serena and runs off. I love Dan's when he's just like, was she about to tell me she loves me? Like, he is so amused when he <laughs> yeah. says this. Uh, Nate here is, is so, one of my contenders for a drunk of the episode when he goes, all right, drunkie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, very matter of fact. It, yeah. Straight to the point. I'm actually a big stan of a Nelly Yuki Dan relationship. We yeah, you mentioned that you were a big Dan and Nelly shipper. Yeah, they'll be like Nelly because I, I think they'd be awesome together. I mean, I, I, I'd I be fine to see it happen. I mean, they kind of ran out of time here and now that they're graduating and not going to the oh, same yeah. school. But, um, so enters and jenny goes for her right away she says gossip girl knows and wh- why is jenny here at the after grad party she did not graduate but i guess That's a good point. little emma is also here she didn't graduate yeah. but i guess they're here for the, the minion ceremony well, <laughs> that also, also happens at um our 10-year reunion so that's right that's right that um i was pretty drunk so i don't I don't remember exactly. I don't there, remember yeah. much. Uh, of no, Ganesh was gone by then. He, he was sent home. <laughs> <laughs> I was. He arrived and they put him right in a cab. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was unwell. <laughs> I was, Just like, uh, who's that? Switchfoot? I don't know. There's, there's a great story Sorry, that Connor was saying that, like, I was looking for you guys and I guess you guys were at, like, sidelines, but I just completely past sidelines and i'm like all the way down hoffman <laughs> on the phone trying to find you guys yeah i think that's when he found you and was like all right <laughs> we're getting yeah, in I'm, car. Walking in the, I'm walking in the middle of hoffman <laughs> yeah most of the times i did find you you were just kind of walking in a in a in a, the opposite direction like talking on the phone with someone <laughs> i was probably talking to you trying to figure out where you were and you're like turn around and i'm just turning around in circles <laughs> yeah that sounds about right yeah. so um jenny tells uh, that's about new year's eve and uh she can use it to get to the kingdom but she does the right thing she lets blair know she tells blair to wake up she's not the queen anymore but Blair resorts to talking down to Jenny again, which seems like a miscalculation because Jenny goes straight to Isabel and Emma to tell them the gossip. She says, bring me to your leader, which I don't know who the leader is. But um, then, yeah, so it looks like Jenny's going to uh, spill the beans here. Looks like it. And um, good point about that, the leader thing. Like, I think the whole thing is that they're trying to figure out who the leader is. <laughs> so I don't know. <laughs> Why you ask? Yeah, I don't. It doesn't, matter. it doesn't make sense. Bring me to your leader. Like the whole thing is they're trying to find the leader. So, yeah. All right, Jenny, whatever. So Blair and Chuck are in some kind of private room, and Blair's going to start undressing. And this is a wild back and forth that could only be done by Blair and Chuck. And to just 
if anyone hasn't rewatched the episode, this is what happens. Blair just pretty much runs down every article of clothing she's wearing one by one, and Chuck finds a different way to say, I like it, every time. It's a fun improv game the two of them are doing. It is fun. Um, I, I almost wish that it, we had done this episode without Ganesh, just so me and you could do this Lonely Boys Theater together. <laughs> yeah. Do you like my coat? I like it. Wait, what do you think of my coat? I like it. And my headband? <laughs> Love it. My stockings? I adore them. And like just back and forth, oh, one dude. by one. <laughs> I like it. I adore it. I worship it. I admire it. I love yeah, that. Yeah. But <laughs> he said, I worship it. I was like, dude, this guy is awkward. Kanish <laughs> <laughs> like, paused was... the episode, turned to Vranda and said, awkward. Awkward. <laughs> It would have been amazing if, like, <laughs> while she's doing it, and like Chuck's like, "I like it," like, "I I adore it." She just like, she just stops. She's like, "Chuck, can you stop being so fucking weird?" <laughs> <laughs> we finally get to Blair saying, "How do you feel about me?" But once again, before Chuck can say anything, his phone goes off. So does everyone else's, and. I love Gossip Girl completely blaming Serena for this. She's like, <laughs> Serena Vanderwoodson just couldn't leave well enough alone. Since she had to find out the truth about me, I'm going to tell you the truth about everyone. Every gossip bomb I've got is about to drop, and if you have a problem with it, take it up with her. So we get reveal after reveal. We get Miss Carr, Jenny and Nate, Jenny's photo session, everything. And I love all of it, from Gossip Girl just going nuclear and taking a play out of the Regina George playlist to her just completely throwing Serena under the bus. It's perfect chaos. It, re it really is the burn book in Mean Girls all over again. It is interesting. I, I don't know if I love it just because I, I was still annoyed by this. It, 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 none of this had to happen. And it's, it's, I guess this is going back to what, why Serena has been getting so many LVPs over and over again. Uh, but this this all <laughs> still was like weird to me, and it didn't really make sense. It, 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 a lot of this, like I said before, just was unearned and a little silly. But the what, what ends up, the outcome is is good. Uh, and gives me a lot of like scream the movie vibes with all the, the, the cell phone threatenings. Yeah, yeah. you're right. It doesn't make the most sense, but I don't think it has to. I just I think we get a fun episode because of all of this nonsense. And it, and then most importantly, though, Blair and Chuck find out about who the other has been sleeping with. And we get yet another roadblock in their relationship. So I will I'll give the writers credit for that when they're finding new and inventive ways to keep them apart every episode. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the first one, they, when they couldn't get it together during that weird little back and forth. I was like, this is so boring. Can we stop with these two? Like, this is so annoying. Like, I, at least this next roadblock uh, was something different. But I, I just couldn't take it anymore with the two of them. Like, Jesus Christ. This is only, we're only two seasons in, and they've done this, like, <laughs> 800 times. Yep. And I think blaming Serena, great move from Gossip Girl here, because obviously Serena was trying to help everyone, but for no reason. But by doing this and just saying it's because of her, now... Uh, Serena's just going to look like the bad guy no matter what, yeah, and they're just going to have someone to blame. For sure. Yeah, exactly. It's perfect. So Chuck and Blair are now going to argue in front of everyone. And it's crazy because they each hooked up with another character, like one of the worst characters in the show, in Vanessa and Jack. Yeah, and we weren't totally sure, I feel like, about her and Jack. Like I think they mentioned it, right. but they didn't they just, like, explicitly say it. Yeah, they kept vaguely it. mentioning yeah, New so Year's So I was glad Eve. we got confirmation on that. Yeah, so... Jenny is now confronting Dan about Miss Carr and about jail, and Danny's asking about the pictures. Nate stands up for her and for himself, because Dan's like, what, what were you doing there? But Nate, Nate's like, ah, oh, I wasn't like that. It's pure chaos right now. Love to see it. And then Serena tries to calm everyone down and says that this is Gossip Girl just trying to divide them, but Chuck and Blair immediately fall into Gossip Girl's trap and blame Serena, even though they were more than willing to go along with the plan. Yeah, it's like Blair blaming Serena here was fucked up. I was like, what, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, out of nowhere. I, I mean... Her. I guess they're just, I mean, Blair and Chuck are just, like, so mad at each other right now that they also want to pick a scapegoat as well, so. Yeah. 
I, I, again, the, you're right. The chaos was great. Um, the way they got there was stupid, but we got there and it was fun. But and then this on top of it, like the Blair and Chuck freak out was like, what is what is happening? I was I was like, just so confused about why things were happening the way they were going down. Right, and then good guy Nate actually does stand up for Serena, and so does Dan. Even though Blair Blair ends him when when she says, "What do you know about anything?" And uh, <laughs> she she's gonna say that you know his was the his was the most right. He is the biggest insider, and like Blair just has Dan's entire resume dedicated to memory. Yeah, she really does. She hates him so much and tries to like, not even look at him when he's around, but. She knows him for, like, when, when it's important. And she says basically what we've been saying, that uh, he pretends to not be like the rest of them, but he is. Yeah, and there's been some specific episodes where he's really deep in there, um, and she doesn't forget those moments. Well, first thing I want to add is the disgust in Blair's voice when she's like, you slept with her? When he, when uh, she's talking about Chuck and Vanessa, I kind of like that because obviously I hate Vanessa, so I thought that was funny <laughs> that uh, Blair also hates her. The thing that, to go back to what Brendan was saying about how, like, it was very convoluted how we got there, but but we got there nonetheless. Um, I just think, like like you said, the chaos, I think that's why they did it that way. They just, like, muddied up all the waters just so that, like, when the big reveal came and they dropped all the sort of gossip bombs, everyone was just like, this is just chaos. Like, this is coming from all ends. Everyone hates everyone now, except for Nate, obviously, always the voice of reason. We stand, <laughs> Nate. There he um, is. And, and I think they did it for, for just the chaotic vibes of it all. Yeah, they knew the season one finale was too boring, so they needed to liven up the season two finale somehow. They were like, we, no matter what happens, we just need chaos. We need there to be – this has, like, big food fight energy, but obviously Upper East Siders aren't going to stoop so low as to have food fights with each other. So it needs to be like a, like an information fight like this sure. where they're all just throwing accusations at each other, and it is just fun, pure chaos here. They How didn't even need Georgina for it this time. Be, though? Like, like someone just took like the quiches and they just like, <laughs> like Blair takes the quiche and just throws it at Serena. That's what they have to do for the season three finale. The quiche fight. That's the only way to liven this up even more. So Blair finds Chuck. She's trying to explain herself, but uh, Chuck's telling her to leave him alone. And Blair's finally done making excuses. She knows that none of this is about who they slept with. And she tells him that she knows that he told Serena he loves her. And last year it was Nate. This year it's Serena. Um... Who will it be next year? Hopefully Blair. But she asks Chuck why he'll tell everyone he loves Blair except for Blair. And so Oscar has actually changed Blair for the better because she's not going to be weak anymore, even if Chuck is still a coward. And she says, Chuck Bass, I love you. I love you so much it consumes me. I love you and I know you love me too. Tell me you love me. Then everything we've done, all the gossip and the lies and the hurt will have been for something. Tell me it was for something. She just needs to see the, say those three words, eight letters that they've been talking about all season. And Chuck tells her maybe it was. But it's not anymore, and I'm sure we all stood up and booed the screen. Uh, ooh, big grin. Yeah, come on again. She, she had it right there. All you have to do. Oh my god. I mean, we'll get there eventually, I guess. Uh, Brendan was probably looking at the uh, <laughs> at the runtime right saying yeah. it can't happen right now. But so, Lady Meester, though, such a great crier. Yeah, she. she oh yeah, they, she, she could she cry brings, on command. Yeah, bring brings this, like, this stupid scene into into life. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, with anybody else, was, I'd be like, shut the fuck up. But yeah. with her here, I was like, at least it's you. She's so good. Her lip was trembling. Her eyes were watering. Her voice was shaking. And then she just starts cr- like, man, no one does it like Leighton Meester. So How can Brandon, you not appreciate let me her? ask you something. Yeah. When you looked at the runtime, did you think he was going to say it? I, I don't think so. I, I think because, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think it was just a matter of this has been built up 
for so long, and they've been doing this exact thing like every third episode for an entire season. I was like, well, it's got to be like a, a last like thirty seconds bomb drop or something like a, like a send you off right. into the the off season um, with these two, um, and that's, that is kind <laughs> of what happens. <laughs> this so. is so annoying. Yeah, this is like in oh, go on, Ganesh. No, when I originally watched it, I thought he was going to say it. I was like, all right, Big Dick Bass, you know, he's <laughs> okay. going to just let it drop. And then he just didn't. And I was just like, wait, what? I, I was I was actually kind of shocked. Fook? Yeah, exactly. I was like, da fook? Like, <laughs> he didn't say it. Yeah, this is, this is so annoying. This is like uh, when I'm listening to Survivor podcast and they keep mentioning, like, the edit. Like, this can't happen because of the edit. This is, gonna, this is Brendan's thing where he's like, actually, this can't happen because of the runtime. Like, <laughs> he's referencing the runtime and why things can't happen. You guys keep bringing it up. Anyway, yeah, I know. Now that now, now I just find it funny enough for me to continually <laughs> okay. bring up um, Rufus and Lily. They're feeling young and reminiscing about when they were in love with each other. And uh, it looks like all it took was some beer and Chuck's weed collection to get Rufus to stop being a fucking idiot and forget <laughs> what he was crying about in the first place. So uh, he doesn't care that he's going to be Lily's fifth husband, as he counts in the moment. He proposes with a little makeshift ring, and she accepts. So nice scene between the two of them. I will give it to Rufus here. It, this is insane Thank because. You. He, they almost get engaged, and then it takes them like splitting a six pack and getting high, for Rufus, yep. Rufus to make fun of her for how many <laughs> husbands she's had. Yep, exactly. And then like so, they, they're doing it under the influence. Uh, to me, like three beers for people that don't seem to drink a lot, and then getting ripped on Chuck's like Snoop Dogg weed. I think like would have you a little bit like <laughs> fucked up. And then this is when they get engaged. That's right. <laughs> I mean, the I mean, inhibitions just... were lowered, man. The inhibitions were lowered. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm glad for them, but I'm like, it makes me feel like Rufus is like lamer than I even imagined because he, he couldn't muster up the courage until he was fucked up to, to that's right. To marry. I guess she's well, intimidating. Cause, cause, yeah, Lily's intimidating. You know, Rufus, he's a lover. I don't know. He's probably a Pisces. I, I don't know when his birthday is. You know, he's very <laughs> sensitive. So, you know, he needed a little liquid courage. Sure. I don't know much about astrology, so I'm going to take your word for it about the Pisces. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea. I have no idea. I'm a Pisces. That's why I said that. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Uh. Okay. Um, I'm. I believe I'm a Aquarius. So what do you What do you know about that, Ganesh? Mm, not much. I think. Uh, I think it has something to do with like pouring water. <laughs> this is what I like talk, talking with, with someone who knows a little bit more about astrology than I do, but pretty much still yeah. nothing. All right. What do you got about Leo's <laughs> while we're here? Leo's, um, you're like a lion, girl. Oh, okay. All right, <laughs> I could have done that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know much about any of the other signs. I only know about Pisces, Pisces, Leo's, Very, and uh, Aquarius. Very obviously. egocentric yeah. of you. Yeah. Eight <laughs> <laughs> uh, finds Serena outside. He gives Serena a much needed pep talk here, but Serena thinks if she doesn't fix this tonight, then these people will never talk to her again. Dan's really done a number on her, so. Serena has an idea. She's gonna text Gossip Girl to meet me at the Oak Room in one hour, or I'll tell everyone who you are and. Uh, poor Nate's a little slow to get to what's happening. Like, well, that's not true, is it? You don't know who Gossip Girl is. And <laughs> it, it, it's not gets tricked Nate, over and Gossip... over again, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love how so serious funny. he was. Every <laughs> single person that walks in, you're Gossip Girl. <laughs> no, you're Gossip Girl. Oh, my God, no. they're a team. <laughs> <laughs> no. That was, like, my favorite part of the entire episode was how serious it. Nate was when he goes, that's not true, right? And then just everyone walking, and he's like, oh, what do you know? Dan is gossip, bro. <laughs> Eventually, when he's just like, I'm, I'm just going to go close our tab. Like, he just gives up. <laughs> so, more on that in a second. But, um, um, 
Yeah, so it's not true. Gossip World doesn't know that, as Serena says. It's an interesting plan. Did you, did you think this was going to work, Brendan? Or were you looking at the running time? This is only season two. We can't get. We can't know who Gossip yeah, World is. Yeah, I figured it was season two, um, season <laughs> runtime. Yeah, no yeah. chance. <laughs> we get Gossip World now. Uh, so, Claire and Jenny now. Here we go. I love this scene. I, I'm sure, Brendan, you could already predict that I was going to love this scene. I remembered it as soon as it started. We all know I love a good Blair and Jenny scene. We've not had enough of them this season. So to paint the picture here, they're in the bathroom. Blair tells Jenny that she didn't get to use her gossip. So she gives him some more, her some more gossip. She tells Jenny that she told Chuck, she loved him again. And he didn't say it back again. And Jenny still doesn't want to tell people that. So Blair's confused because she's giving Jenny what she needs to be queen. But Jenny says she just wants to go to school. She doesn't want this whole queen stuff. And, um, so look how far this relationship has come, I guess. Like, they were sworn enemies, and now Blair is trying to bequeath the throne to her. It's amazing. You know, I, I guess game respects game. And at, at the end That's of the right. day, you, even after all of their battles, um, that is, at the end of the day, what made her respect her. And she's just like, you know what? Yeah. You're kind of badass. I'm, I'm leaving, yeah. and you're the best fit for the job here after I'm, I'm gone. And she's also going to give Jenny quite the pep talk here. So let me just <clears> – <throat> I, I have it. So. Oh, wow. You need to be cold to be queen. Anne Boleyn fought with her heart, and she got her head chopped off. Her daughter Elizabeth made a vow to never marry a man. She married her country. I don't know where any of this is going. I, I love drunk history with Blair Waldorf. <laughs> like, you're just giving a history lesson to start this off. She goes, forget, boys. Keep your eye on the prize, Jenny Humphrey. You can't make people love you, but you can make them fear you. For what it's worth, or my queen, I choose you. Jenny thanks her. They were so gay for this speech. Oh, my God. Oh, this my is... God. <laughs> she, the whole time, all I heard was, fuck men, don't date boys, you're my queen. That's, off, that's, all you're that's, that's all I heard from yeah. yeah. That's all I was hearing. Um, I, I think it would have been a little bit better if she started by going, you need to be cold to be queen. <laughs> and I forgot the rest of the words, actually. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know what you're referencing. Right now. <laughs> yeah. The famous song, Cruel to be Kind. Cruel to be Kind. In, in the right not measure. famous enough no. okay <laughs> yeah, <not> famous enough. <laughs> sound off in the comments if you think cool to be <laughs> cold to be queen is a good parody song i just love it when a reference falls flat <laughs> with two people <laughs> this truly is a wild speech but it seems to have the intended effect on jenny somehow yeah it, i think she's probably kind of um like taken by surprise here because He's touched f- first She's like, oh, Blair's on my side. And then she gets a pep talk. I'm like, wow, what, what is it? I, I would think there's something coming, like something around the corner that you're not aware of yet. Right. Uh, yeah. uh, Giga, to, to your point, I think she's touched. Or was that Brendan? One of you said I that said she was that. like she's touched. touched. Yeah. Because like, like, like Brendan was saying before, like they've been through all these battles and like they've been pretty admirable battles between yeah. Lil J and Blair. So like, you know, like he said, game respects game. So she's probably like, holy crap, like, you know, this is sort of what I wanted because she's always sort of been, like, wanting Blair's uh, acceptance. So she was probably like, holy crap, like, Blair is on, like like you said, Blair's on my side. And then they go into this speech and she was probably like, holy shit, like, <laughs> now now I'm it. I'm, I'm the it girl. Yeah. Did you love this scene as well, Ganesh? I did love this scene, but I thought it, I, I me personally... I was like, this speech is just wild. I was like, <laughs> that shit insane, and somehow it just works. 
Yeah, like I was just like, was Blair thinking of this? Did she go off the dome, like straight off the top? Like, was she waiting for this? Because uh, I was like, there's like historical references yeah. and, I don't even and know all if that it's his shit. Historically accurate. Like, you're the history buff, Ganesh. <laughs> so I don't maybe you can speak better as to no, if it, this is I, it historically is. accurate or not. Yeah. It is. Although, although Anne, Anne Boylan, she got like her head cut off because like she didn't give her husband a son yes, that's but what i thought not necessarily true, yeah. love like it wasn't yeah. like she was like oh my god i love you so much and he's like jesus christ i gotta kill this woman like, <laughs> <laughs> maybe it was like an audrey yeah. hepburn film that she was referencing who knows maybe it was like a, a monologue <laughs> from, audrey from hepburn. probably um so Serena and Nate are at the Oak Room, and it's already been over an hour, still no Gossip Girl, and then this is what we were talking about. In walks Dan, and Nate is shocked that Dan is Gossip Girl, but uh, Dan's not here because he's Gossip Girl. He's here, he says, I don't know what he said, he says he looped Serena, and then asks if she's waiting for Gossip Girl. I, I don't know what that means. Yeah, I, but, I, thought, uh, I thought I missed something there. Yeah. He's like, why are you here then if you're not Gossip Girl? And he's like, I looped you. Are you waiting for Gossip Girl? Like, what? does? I don't know what that means. Uh, Maybe it's like right. some old tech we don't know about. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I mean, like, maybe it's like some old slang. Current, like, ver like some old version of like "Find My Friends," where he looped her to see where she was, so he could come find her. Or weird. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, Dan tells her that she's like, cause um, Dan asks Serena what's going on, and Serena says she's struggling with facing her relevance once she graduates high school. So, Gossip Girl right on the money yet again, and Dan tells her she's crazy. He's like, without you, who would I have stalked all those years? And. Uh, he might have spent his whole life on the outside if she never let him in, which he still holds against her. And we get a classic charming Serena laugh in response to that. And then Blair walks in. And again, every person, it's like, oh, my God, you're Gossip Girl. <laughs> also, Dan's reaction when he just immediately yeah. says, that, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> and then right behind Blair is Jenny. And it's like, they're a team. Nate is so ready to believe anything. <laughs> Poor so Nate. <laughs> So everyone else starts piling in. Apparently, they all got a text to meet Serena here. And I guess they all just followed orders, even though they got it from like a random number, I guess. So this is how Gossip Girl got around this. I guess this play was good enough to work, even though it seems flawed. But all right, it seemed to have, seems to have worked. This is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is insane. Like they want you to be, they want you to have this grand reveal. It's like, you're all Gossip Girl. And <laughs> What See, this fuck? is the difference between me and you this week. I'm so willing to look past all of the stupidity because I'm having so much fun, but you're very ready to call it all out. <laughs> no, this is so, such bullshit. Maybe it's like to a meet... deeper meaning, like you're all gossip girl. Yeah. Like you wanted on to a meet gossip level. girl? Look around. You just exactly. did. I'm, yeah, I'm nothing that's what I hate you. about it. And while most high school friendships fade, it's my hope that what happened today will bond you forever. Now all my secret now that all my secrets are out, you have a clean slate. Until college, congratulations! I'm coming with you. It's like, it's like, it's like a game Gossip show. Girl is also going to NYU, just like <laughs> everyone else. <laughs> it just says on, on the trends. On the, uh, like, like, they're taking attendance the first day, and they're like, uh, "Gossip Girl is Gossip Girl here?" Gossip Girl, NYU. At the bottom, at the bottom of the blast, she just signs it off with like NYU class of 2000, whatever. <laughs> I guess it would be uh, if they're graduating high school in, what is this, 20, 2009? So, so they'd be class of 2013. Yeah, Gossip Girl, class, NYU, class of 2013. So, GEG. Like, we discussed this a little at the top of the episode, but how is she going to follow all of them to college? I don't know. I mean, she's been following everyone around, like, even in, like, the most private of rooms where this, this information is getting dropped. So That's hard enough. Yeah. I think she has to go to different cities. Maybe she she has her own group of yeah, she's minions gotta have eyes on the that she like 
Yeah, like like you know how like there's the the mean girls. Maybe like Gossip Girl has her own like minions that like sort of she feed must. her. She in. must have some kind of network. Yeah. So Serena says drinks are on her, and everyone is pumped. First of all, love that the bar is just serving a group of high schoolers, no problem. And then also love that for some reason all of these rich people are so excited to get free drinks. Like it's not like they <laughs> they would have cared if they had to pay for the drinks themselves. Yeah. I, I guess Serena's just. And they just came from a party with drinks. <laughs> Bunch of drunks. <laughs> Thanks around me. Huzzah! And the, the bartender's just like, uh, all right, I, I guess uh, yeah, all of these high school graduates are drinking here. It's more like just like they're using Serena's mom's credit card instead of their mom's. Like they're, it's just like <laughs> yeah, exactly, whose parents are paying exactly. for this. Um, so Blair apologizes to Serena, and Serena takes her hands and tells her she doesn't have to apologize. So nothing, nothing really needed to be resolved there. And Blair tells Serena that it's over between Chuck once and for all, but she's going to be strong. And uh, Serena says it doesn't feel right without him here. And we see Chuck watching from outside the glass, and then he just leaves, all dejected. Uh, Chuck he did it to himself. Boy. Yeah, he sure did. He sure did. And we get an epilogue one week later. Uh, didn't we also get an epilogue for the season one finale? Is this just what we do in the finales? Yeah, we did. You're right. Yeah, we get like a one week later, like the last ten minutes of the episode. One week later. So Lily and Rufus are marveling at the amazing ring. Uh, Eric has a new waffle maker for some reason. Uh, Jenny can't say to fire it up because she has a meeting with Blair. So I, I sense some big things for Jenny's future. I, I love how excited he was when he got the waffle oh, yeah. maker. He's like, I've, I, I've always wanted this. Is it, hopefully not, but it seems like he's a little Rufus in the making here. Oh, no. oh my God. I, I love with that. The, with the love swoopy that. hair next season. It felt like Jenny was like, no, we'll do that another time. Like she's so sick of waffles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so Serena and Blair now. Blair is miserable, but at least college will be the fresh start it's supposed to be. And uh, Serena remarks that, oh, but Gossip Girl's still going to be back. Like she's obsessed. And even Blair is like, all right, cool it with that, Serena. So uh, according to Gossip Girl, Chuck has been traveling the world over the summer. And I do like the parallels to last season's finale. Like last season, we got this kind of like same scene where Blair and Serena have a scene in the epilogue where Blair is packing and gushing about Chuck, and then at the last minute, he doesn't show. And then this time, it's Serena's the one packing, and Blair's talking shit about Chuck, and then at the last minute, he does show. Well, I, you know, that's so interesting. I forgot what happened in the last finale, so. Hey, this now is why we sense. do the podcast. We we both have these astute observations. Very, it is it is great. And then Ganesh just, Ganesh is just here for the ride. He's just yeah. there to listen to our <laughs> genius. Yeah, exactly. I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're providing the great color commentary. Yeah. Regular Susan Waltman. <laughs> that's baseball, Susan. That's right. That's what she says? No, that's John to her. <laughs> so, um, so um, yeah, so Blair gets Serena a present. It's a framed picture of Serena's mugshot. That is so I, I would good. Love to get this. I would love that. I, would love to get I, thought, that was a, I thought that was a badass awesome. present. Yeah, that's so funny. Imagine you saw, you were this random girl in NYU. You were like, what the fuck? <laughs> Yeah, Serena's She's gonna like, put it up you? at her wall in brown. Like, I would love to see her roommate's reaction to that. That's so funny. You walk into your roommate just has a framed picture of their own mugshot. <laughs> I kind of want to get one of those, honestly. That's hilarious. That like a picture, a framed picture of Serena's mugshot, or or your own? No, her her mugshot. I want that. Yeah, I would like to get that too. Yeah, that's a fun fun gift to get. Yeah. Um. So Serena is heading to Europe before school, and she wants her girl Blair to come with her, but Blair says she needs to stay put and figure out her life. So Serena will be here, and she's ready to start moving again, and they share a hug. Beautiful, beautiful ending to the season for these two. Yeah, it's not a kiss, but it's it'll do for now. No. It's as close as we're going to get for now, I guess. Yeah. Kiss so, would have been nice. Yeah, I know. We were all rooting for it. Maybe next season. Um, 
Dan and Vanessa are at NYU, apparently. I guess they're just hanging out here before school starts. Uh, th this may be crazy, but Dan actually misses high school. Even Chuck Bass and his close talking. And uh, I also feel nostalgia for high school because I loved high school. Which makes sense, I guess, because uh, Dan ended up loving high school as well. Yeah, he did. Um, I'm just a little bit confused about the timeline here where I thought it was a week later and they're in school now. They're not into like it's a week later. Like at the coffee shop or something. Yeah, but they say that like because when uh, when Dan starts talking to Scott or whatever his name is, he's like, "Oh, do you go here?" And he's like, "Yeah, I just transferred to NYU." So it, it seems like they're at NYU for some reason. Yeah, everybody's like at, at their respective campuses or like head. head then why there. does Nate? Why does Nate come in? I don't know. He's just meeting them there. He, I mean, he's looking dapper in his suit, but. Uh, so Dan's like, shouldn't you be getting the mayor a coffee or something? And Nate responds, I think she'd rather I give her something else. It seems like old women just love Nate Archibald. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, Nate Nate Archibald, cougar slayer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess he's of age now. Is he? Yes, yeah. Mm -hmm. but he still doesn't want to be the guy that uh, Gossip Girl made him out to be. So Which after all of this, yeah, after all of this, Nate wants to go backpacking with Vanessa after all. But Vanessa tries to get out of it by saying she's taking someone else. And Nate asks who, and a random guy says, that's me, which he, he seems to think is very noble of him. But he has the biggest unforced error immediately when he calls Vanessa <laughs> Melissa. Uh, what is this bozo doing? Why would he guess a name <laughs> if he didn't know it? So stupid. I would... I was thinking that, too. I was like, there was no need to even mention a name, but <laughs> yeah. he just went for it. I thought they also, like, practiced this beforehand, and I thought he, like, fucked up after they just practiced before he got in there. I was no, like, I, I I how did he know to do this? How great would it have name. been if he nailed it, though? Like, that's he's just thing. like, oh, yeah. that's me, <laughs> Vanessa. So there's no reason to say it because there's a 99.9% .9 chance you have the wrong name and then it's immediately over. Or there's a 0.1% chance that you get the name right and then Vanessa's like, why do you know my name, weirdo? Yeah. And then he has to be like, oh, I, I just guessed it. Well, that's why I thought they did practice this, this weird scenario because he got the name kind of close. Like very I, like parallel to. Yeah. Vanessa seems weirdly charmed by it and... Nate asks her to please let him go with her, and he's, I swear, just as friends, it won't be romantic unless we drink too much in Vienna one night, and Vanessa is down as long as Nate takes off his tie, and so they go off, and I don't, I don't know if you guys noticed this, but Dan says to no one, he's always wearing a tie, and it just made me laugh. <laughs> yeah. he like, to he's no one in particular, he just goes, he's always wearing a tie. <laughs> hey, leave a tie alone. I think it was like... It was like one of those things where he just says it to himself, like, he's always wearing yeah. a tie. <laughs> yeah, it's just so funny. And so uh, you leave Dan at the table, and that's when this random guy starts giving off real nice guy energy. Like, uh, like so I'm the one who does the good deed, and that guy goes off with the girl? Like, shut the fuck up, you loser. <laughs> yeah. You didn't even do a good deed. You failed at it instantly. No one owes you anything. God, right off the bat, and I hate this guy. Yeah, who the fuck are you? I do the has... good deed, and he gets the girl. Like, what the fuck did you think was going to happen? And, like, is he just, like, creepily, like, sitting there by himself and then just, like, inserted himself into their conversation? Yeah. So, like, they're all probably like, who the fuck is this guy? Like, Ugh. So, yeah, Dan asks if he goes – yeah, if he's like, do you go here to NYU? And he says he just transferred from BU. He says his name is Scott. And uh, Dan says he'll see him around, and Scott just uh, stares at him as he leaves. Yeah, and um, this is probably – his like brother i'm guessing yes uh, presumably yeah. his dead half brother yeah in the flesh so yeah in the flesh so emma and the minions here they present emma with a bedazzled headband as the honorary new queen of constance but not so fast as blair and jenny come in and blair snatches the headband 
Blair tells everyone in five seconds their phones will go off with the latest Gossip Girl blast. Remember all the secrets Jenny amassed when she was trying to protect you, Nellie? Well, now the world knows them too, so Jenny is the winner. And Jenny is the one who gets the honorary headband. She is a true queen. And the minions are pissed. How is she letting a girl from Brooklyn carry on their legacy? And Blair responds with, haven't you ever heard of a foreign queen? Which I love that we were bringing back Blair's definition of foreign, which is anyone who doesn't live in Manhattan. Yeah. I forgot about that. I yes. like that. And, uh, Besides, her dad is marrying Lily Bass, so that makes her richer than all of you. And that and is Emma true, has no, yeah. yeah. Emma has no choice but to move down for Jenny to sit. And Blair tells her it's not enough. Iconic catchphrase. Not enough. And Emma moves down even more. I love Blair's just adopted stepdad Cyrus's catchphrase. She needs to spend more time with Cyrus. She's a better person with Cyrus in her life. So great. They should have done a spinoff with Blair and Cyrus's adventures. I mean, as the two best characters, oh, yeah. I'd watch that immediately. <laughs> What is, I guess we talked about this a little, but what is Jenny's reign going to look like? She wanted to get rid of the monarchy, and now she's the face of it. So will she be corrupted? Will Emma stick around next year as her loyal minion? Will they have a rivalry? Uh, what, what do you think, Brendan? Right, like, is she going to treat this like another Queen Bee, or is she going to stay true to her earlier word in the episode and, with her now power, try and take it all down? Um, it looks like she's really enjoying that headband, so she's going to just... Be Queen B. I think once she got the power, she realized how much she liked it. And she's like, oh, yeah, this is why I wanted this so much in the past. Uh, I was going to just roll with it. As as it's uh, fading away, I saw the subtitles where Jenny says, starting next year, no more headbands except for yes. this one. Yeah. So big big, big changes exactly. already. I mentioned that. That's a very <laughs> important didn't mention. It's very funny. See if they stick true to that starting the next season. Um I love that this is how Blair and Jenny wrapped up their high school careers together. I mean, obviously, they'll have more to do with each other. I mean, they're not, they're not going anywhere. Blair's still going to be in the city, so more to come. But this is how they wrap up their high school storylines together. It's, and, uh, you know, their dynamic was always the best and most interesting, I think. So uh, I, I like that Jenny gets a chance to shine again in this season finale. Yeah, it's great. And I don't think Blair respects anyone else more than, um, than Jenny as far as the kids go. Because Jenny was able to take her down as a freshman in like one of the first few episodes of the show, so uh, there was always been some kind of respect there, even if they were always going at it. Um, back to NYU, Scott is on the phone with his mom. He's already met some great people here in Portland, as he tells his mom. Uh, that's where he is, and he's got real weirdo energy as he has <laughs> he really an article does. about Rufus and Lily in front of him. Why does he have this? Even if he is their son and he's like stalking Dan or something, why does he bring that article with him everywhere like a psychopath? I think he's gonna kill Dan. Or try to. At least. Yeah, yeah. It's, he's got real like <laughs> assassin energy here. He really does. I'm Dan scared. is gonna die next year, next season. <laughs> so, and gets a call from a blocked number, and it's Georgina. Check your bank account. Your money's back. This is all. Did, I, did you forget about this plot line? Like this was the main story two episodes <laughs> no, ago, and forget. they didn't address it at all last week. I was and just waiting they didn't for address it. it. Yeah, they didn't address it at all this week for the first forty minutes of the episode. I forgot about it. <laughs> The fact that they within like three minutes, maybe less, they lump in like the dead son and Georgina. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. I, right before the finish line is crazy. Uh, yeah. They probably randomly... were like going through it and then they were just like, holy shit, we forgot to wrap up these loose ends. Just something that I said similar last season with the Georgina storyline where they like last year, it seemed like they were like, all right, we wrap up the storyline and shit, we still have 30 minutes left. What do we do now? Yeah. This time it was like they finished the whole episode. And we're like, shit, we forgot about Georgina, didn't we? Let's oh, throw and something we, we got to add something in about Serena's dad. Let's throw this in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Throw it all in here. So 
They wrapped up, like I said, the Georgina storyline strangely in the season one finale as well. They just end her story in the first 10 minutes of the episode. And this time they bring her back for the last four minutes of the episode. Like, why are they always struggling with the pacing of the ending of Georgina's plots? I don't know. I, I, mean, I would have loved just to see more of her, too. Like, I, I think it would have been a better episode or better, better like, end of the season in general. It's like, for the last few episodes, she would have, like, her, her plot line would have been paced out and would have just seen her in action a little bit more instead of just seeing her on a phone call at the very end. Yeah. I mean, it ends up being iconic anyway because Georgina just got Dan's money back. Doesn't matter how. She just followed Poppy to Florida, I guess, and did it. So, like, such a Is funny, Poppy like... Dead? That's what I was gonna say. I, I, I was like, she definitely killed her. She says, yeah. she tells Dan, "You don't have to worry about Poppy ever again." Like, yeah, it goes from telling like drowning her to fucking, or something. Yeah, <laughs> drowning. Her. Just the way she says it, and it's such a funny way to wrap up this, that big story because, like, it was the main story for like two or three episodes, and then they just snap their fingers and get rid of it. So he says, he's, she says, he's got his money back now. We can go to Yale. At, and Dan informs her that he's going to NYU now, and she responds with, great, then I'll see you next year. Which I'm just like, yes, yes. <laughs> it makes even less sense that they just wrapped it up like this. Like, it didn't even matter because he couldn't use the money. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So Dan is frantically asking her, what does that mean? But Georgina has hung up. She is at some office talking to, like, a front desk lady, and she gives her paperwork and a check, and they say, is there anything else? And Georgina says she would like to request a roommate, Blair Waldorf. She's her best friend, and she just can't live without her. So <laughs> what is happening here? I don't know. It's, this, is all, this is all funny. Like, I, I, I like this a lot. I love it. But it I just, I'm so excited. It's just so funny. It's like the tagline of the seat. The yeah. Yeah, so Georgina is just going to go to NYU with them. Wouldn't they contact Blair and ask her if she wanted to room with Georgina? Like, how does this work? No, they just, just take Georgina's. Yeah, they just took her to... word for it, yeah. and they were like, <laughs> best friends. So, speaking of tacking things on, Serena meets with Carter, just a random person to bring back again. But uh, he is something that Serena might want to know before she goes to Europe. Carter's being very cryptic about finding something that Serena wants to see. And this is a PI report. He found Serena's father. I guess my only question is, why did he do this? Why why is he invested in Serena's, like, quest to find her father? Yeah, more unwarranted bullshit. Like, why is he here? What's going on? Yeah, exactly. Like, why Carter, of all people? So, I don't like Carter. <laughs> what is there to like about Carter? Like, I, I don't no. despise him like I do other people, but he, he doesn't really have any redeeming qualities as of right now. He found her dad. But why? Based <laughs> on what we know about Carter, we have to assume that he did it for, like, nefarious reasons. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Serena uh, tells him to get into the limo, let's go. And I guess Carter didn't have plans because he's just <laughs> going to Fiji with Serena to find her dad. Like, what? Hey, she yeah, just pulls him off the street? It gives this creepy smirk as they walk in the car, too. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess, fiction, uh, are we going to meet Serena's father next season, Brendan? I guess so. We're, well, we, we did already meet him uh, in, right. in Lily's episode, but we're going to see the adult version now. Yeah. Uh, you think he's going to play her father? Hmm. Probably. Ooh, maybe. Uh, oh, it's gonna be Sandy from the OC. Oh wow, yeah, that'd be something. That'd be great. So, uh, we end with Bl- Bl- Block Blair. Believe Hinchuk. it or not, Brendan, her dad is actually played by the same guy as Rufus, but not like <laughs> as Rufus with the wig. It's just the same actor. It's the same actor, just with glasses. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought Ganesh was literally going to come on here with spoilers, even though he knows that it's a spoiler-free podcast. And he just came out with that. It's going to be the, the glasses with the um, with the bushy eyebrows and the big nose. Yeah, same mannerisms and everything. Like he's going to be them. playing the acoustic. 
I'd respect them so much if they earnestly tried to pull that off. <laughs> so we end with Blair and Chuck, as we should. Chuck is uh, waiting outside his limo with flowers and gifts for Blair. She asks him why he's not in Europe, and it turns out he was in Paris, but only to get her favorite macaroons. And he was in Germany to pick up her favorite stockings. You know how he adores them. And so, obviously, Chuck can't just, like, simply tell Blair he loves her like a normal person. He has to travel the globe first to pick pick up all of Blair's favorite things and then make a romantic gesture. But, like, you know, would you want it any other way from Chuck? No, he, he fucked up so much that this is what he has to do. Yeah. It's, it's almost like doing some damage control here. Yeah, so he tells Blair that she was right. He was a coward running away again, and he's done running away now. Blair wants to believe him, but she can't. Chuck has hurt her too many times, and, you know, I, I don't blame her, but I, I just need to get them, them them to just get together already. So Chuck tells her she can believe him this time, and she says that's it, and he finally says it. I love you too. And the crowd erupts in applause. He finally did it. Wow. What a moment. They kiss. She asks him to say it twice, and he does. He says it at least three more times, and, man, it finally happened. What was a... Uh, was this worth the wait and the buildup, and uh, will it stick? Will they be together in season three? And more importantly, will they stay together? Uh, it was not worth the buildup. It will not stick. Uh, I don't know how long yeah. they'll be together. No but, hope. Uh, <laughs> I think they'll, they, might, well, they might end up together in the end, but it's, it's got to, of course, it's, come on. We, we're looking at the runtime of this, this, this series. It's season two. <laughs> There's got to be some breakups along the way. But uh, it, it was actually nice. As, as much as I was annoyed by the two of them all season long like and how mm-hmm. much has been dragged on once it finally happened i was like this is actually sweet like seeing him say that to her and actually seem happy like I've, you don't often see chuck see him smile see him smile, smile and actually, laugh like, and say really, i love you that was amazing here. i really like that oh my goodness so like the moment itself Wait, was Brendan, too built are, up yes matthew are you uh are you a chuck and blair shipper like do you want them to eventually end up I together for, or? I, I do i, I it, they just kind of ruined it for me a little bit with all this back and forth but see it's once i so saw it in, in, the, in the in the flesh i i really did love this especially like the as the camera was zooming out and they were giggling and kissing and just he kept saying it and smiling i it, it was a really nice thing to see and i didn't know i'd like it as much as i did well, I think, and I challenge the writers to let this happen. I think they do need to stay together a, a while so we can see what they look like as a couple. So it's not just the same game over and yes, over again yes, for the rest please. of the series. So, and I, I love that the season, like I said, the season one finale ended with Chuck not being able to go on that trip with Blair. And now season two ends and we've come all this way and Chuck is ready for Blair after a whole season of games. And we end on our main romantic pairing kissing in the street. And Gossip Girl closes out with her iconic XOXO Gossip Girl. And that's our episode. That's our season. Any other predictions? I feel like we touched on most of them. Uh, what's going to happen at NYU next next season, Brendan? Mm, lots of fornication, baby. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. What right. do you think happens with Lily and Rufus? Oh, you okay. You think Ooh. they're they're drunken high? I was gonna say they could be uh, potheads from now on. Engagement, like like Where? you think it's gonna last, or they're gonna wake up in the morning and be like, like "What uh, are we doing?" No, Remember, they're... Scott's here now too, and he's going to school with Dan. Oh wow! I, well, I, figured, I don't know what the hell's gonna happen with Scott. That's a whole wild scenario. Where the, there's no way <laughs> to know what's gonna happen with that. Uh, besides, right. assume someone's getting murdered. Um, <laughs> but as far as Lillian and Rufus, they, they're going to be together for a little while. I think they might be like the the steady rock relationship, uh, mm. mostly because of their age. Uh, I don't know what else you could do with the two of them. They're just going to now be dual parents and have like stupid little arguments here and there, just because they feel like well, they yeah, hopefully, to. hopefully now that they're together, Rufus is uh, not unbearable anymore. Hopefully, oh, he was be. never unbearable. <laughs> never, <laughs> never. <laughs> never. 
Let's get into some segments here. We'll All start right. with my favorite segment, of course, the user review of the week. Comedy fan is back, and they give the episode a 9 out of 10, and they write, This was a pretty nice high school ending. I like how Gossip Girl made some drama for that day, and them trying to figure out who it was was also good. I am very interested now. When Jonathan picked up the phone, I thought it was really him. Obviously not looking at the runtime. <laughs> this made a nice proposal to Lily, but knowing them, they will probably break up five more times before they get married. <laughs> Scott is in town. This will sure be a big story in the next season. Looks like Georgina will be a character in the next season as well. This could make it fun, too. Thank you, Comedy Fan, for that great review. Next week, well, it won't be next week. Next week, we are not. Uh, we are going to do the season recap, and then we'll do a movie review. And then oh, when we yeah. come back. The episode is called Reversals of Fortune. Do you have any predictions based on the episode title, Brendan? Ooh, uh, someone must go broke again. But it can't be Nate this time. It's got to be somebody else. The little blurb says, Serena returns from Europe with many secrets to hide. Sounds like Serena. Yeah, sounds like what she does uh, quite often, actually. (laughs) Yep. Uh, So let's get into the episode grades. Uh, Brendan, you went first last week, so I will go first this week. And um, I I think I'm going to be a lot higher than you are on this episode. And because I said the ending of season two was great. And I remembered correctly. Uh, We both gave the last two episodes an A. And this is going to be the second time this season I give three consecutive episodes an A grade. This episode is not perfect, as we discussed. For the the second season in a row, they weirdly rush through the ending of a multi-episode Georgina arc. I don't know how they keep forgetting about her and then have to scramble less second to quickly get an ending. But oh well. Uh, It's so weird to just and the poppy plot with no explanation but it's not enough for me to take off any points uh nor is any of the other chaos that we were talking about i I just love a graduation episode and this is just so much better than the season one finale which left us all disappointed um the oc always nails it with their season finales not to spoil but uh definitely not the case with gossip girl and i i don't know uh i'm not gonna say this is the best gossip girl season finale because i don't remember all of them super well and i don't want to give any potential spoilers but it's definitely up there and uh so we'll we'll have to reassess uh in future seasons but um besides the the obvious exceptions that we already discussed this show you know wraps up everything else pretty well and also sets up season three very well with some random things that get brought back at the end and uh we get the dramatic blair and chuck scenes we get the iconic blair and jenny scenes we get the sweet blair and serena scenes pretty much pretty much all the blair scenes with anyone else are just the highlights of the episode and i thought there were plenty laughs in this one as well so i loved it i'm giving it an a um brendan do you want to go next or do you want to do you want to let ganesh go next uh ganesh you can go all right well, I I didn't grade it on a letter grade scale. I didn't know we were doing letter grades. <laughs> All right. Well, um, for for the record, though, you are going to have to give one so I could put it into the book. Yes. Um, <laughs> I give it an eight point five out of ten. <laughs> okay, OK. Well, actually, we'll we'll pause here. Interestingly enough, uh, this is the highest rated episode so far on IMDb. IMDb also an eight point five. Oh. <laughs> you I, am IMDb. IMDb. <laughs> I am IMDb. I am IMDb. Call me IMDb. <laughs> and I will. <laughs> yeah, so um, if I had to give it a letter grade, I guess it, I mean, I don't know if 8.5 falls into an A, but I thought it was good. Um, it was super lighthearted, I felt. Um, you know, obviously there was its chaotic moments, but the whole graduation sort of being sentimental, um, you know, that was nice. The Blair and Serena, just when Blair's, uh, sorry, when Serena's packing and's like, Blair, come with me. And, and they have that little moment and they hug the moment between little Jay and Blair. I think it was super just like lighthearted and, and sort of um, everyone sort of coming together, just sort of reconciling any differences. Um, and that was nice. But then yeah. obviously we love the chaos of, of Gossip Girl dropping bombs. And then, of course, Georgina just, you know, causing chaos everywhere she goes. All right, so for the record, though, what is the letter grade? 
Letter grade, I'll give it an A. Right. An, eight, an 8.5 out of 10 but somehow still an a i love Amazing. it yeah. uh brendan I don't, gonna, what does what does 8.5 translate to it's, it's up to you I, i'm not grading this no no i'm saying like in normal letter grades it's like a b but it's like it's definitely higher than a b right I, listen, listen i already gave it an a so i'm agreeing <laughs> with you i'm going so a final answer All right a so brendan you're gonna be the one that that brings it down here all right so an f would be an unwatchable episode of television <laughs> oh right. my god this is not that, right? But but it's still definitely a, a mess, and I it won't come close to an A for me. Um, <laughs> this is gonna be a C minus. I would I want to give oh it a D minus. Wow, that's but low. It was so much fun. It was such a bad episode of television. This is so ridiculous. I I was oh, mad goodness. at most of it, but the Gossip Girl charm brings it up a full letter grade. So C minus, uh, just because of how fun it was, but otherwise not fun enough for me to be annoyed for a lot of the episode. Oh, you you brought it way down. Yeah. Wow, it would have been a D minus without the fun. Well, yeah, but that, that's just mean... gossip girl. It's it's I I enjoyed the I enjoyed the show, but a lot of my enjoyment was taken away by a lot of the messiness and shoehorning of of plot lines in there. Brendan's in a grumpy mood today. Very yeah. grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Uh, Mr. Oh shoehorning of of the plot lines. You know, maybe I, really... I am a, a lot like Rufus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you oh, really are. You got well, I don't want my boyfriend allowance. <laughs> Honestly, I would I would accept boyfriend allowance. I, I don't know why yeah. Rufus is making such a big deal about that. We all agree. <laughs> all right, so me, Ganesh, and IMDB are all high in the episode. Brendan, unfortunately, is not. But let's get into our MVPs. I am giving Jenny an MVP for the first nice. time in way too long. She has unfortunately been a side character for much of the second half of the season, but she really shines in this finale. She like she somehow has her cake and eats it too. She's able to like stay above all the politics and stay firm in her anti-monarchy stance, but then also just still becomes the queen. Like so hopefully this is setting up a big third season for her and many more MVPs to come. Very nice. Your MVP, Brendan. I love any reason to pad Jenny's stats. She hasn't gotten enough chances lately. You're right. And let's give her another MVP. Right before, right under the wire here. Uh, she yeah. she won. Like she literally wins the episode. Yeah. No. If this is no Game of Thrones, chance. she like she wins the throne. Yeah. I don't know how Game of Thrones works. I, Ganesh is the only throne head here. And yes. Or do you watch Game of Thrones? Brendan? No. No. Too I gory for you, right? Too gory. Yeah. But I, I, yeah, anyone that gets a tiara by the end of the episode deserves an MVP. Absolutely. Uh, Ganesh, do you agree? Or is she getting a clean sweep or you want to give someone she else an MVP? is getting the clean sweep. Oh, my God. Yeah. Little J is definitely the MVP of this episode. Said she goes from zero to hero. <laughs> she gets the crown. She, <laughs> while wearing a Rufus cape. <laughs> well, while wearing a Rufus cape. She gets the crown. She she sort of makes amends with Blair. She gets the respect. Little J is definitely the MVP. I'm telling you, Jenny definitely leads the league in clean sweeps. This is at least the third time she's done this. Yeah, she, she, does, she shines. Yeah, she really does shine. She really shines. She's yeah. a LeBron James. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's do our LVPs now. And, oh, man. So uh, I want to give it to stupid Scott because he was the only so one. Weird. Like, he was only in one scene, and I already hate him. But I think I'm going to do a surprising LVP and give it to Eleanor, because even though she has a great scene with Blair, I have to believe that she forced Dorota to work instead of go to Blair's graduation, and that's unforgivable for me. So I'm giving Eleanor the LVP, um, and uh, what, what do you think, Brennan? Well, I think, like, my reasoning for giving Jenny the MVP, besides her amazing episode, I, I might have given her one, if everyone was, like, on an even playing field like there were this episode where a lot of people were just kind of middle of the pack, and Jenny was just 
there. I would have given it to her anyway, just because she deserves to be seen more. Um, I'm going to give the same reasoning for the other direction and say that Vanessa didn't have the terrible episode, but she was there and she somehow made her, moseyed her way into NYU, which means more screen time for annoying <laughs> Vanessa. So uh, Always finding a way to get Vanessa. Yeah, LVP for Vanessa right under the wire. You got to give her one more before we head off into uh, postseason stuff. All right, Kadesh, what do you think? Who's getting the LVP? Take it too, because I give Vanessa <laughs> the LVP. For, I, thought, I thought this episode could have done without yes. her, to be honest. Yeah. She literally didn't add anything to my shoehorn. Um, she just, yeah, she literally just came into the episode and it was like, oh, by the way, like I'm also going to NYU, so see you next year. And then, like, just some of her story made no sense. She literally was just there so Dan could be like, oh, let's go home. Or, oh, I don't really want to go to the party. You want to watch a movie? Yeah. Like, it, it, she was just there for Dan to have a quote unquote out, but then he ends up at the party anyway. So, yeah, Vanessa is literally the most worthless character. Um, <laughs> and that's why she gets the LVP. Bathing. Very good. So Scott gets out unscathed, and, and Vanessa gets two LVPs. Not complaining. I mean, I, Scott will have his time. Yeah, hopefully. I mean, hopefully he doesn't, because I already hate him. But if he is there, I'm sure we can give him some LVPs. I'm not sure. going to lie. I thought you guys were going to give it to Rufus, and I was about to have to go on, no, no. on a stand for my boy. Uh, yeah, there was no reason to give it to Rufus. He he does come around and He's gets fine. engaged to Lily, so yeah. yeah. Um. And I'm happy that you didn't give the MVP to Rufus, so we can we can all be in agreement here. Um, so that's it for the segments, except, of course, everyone's favorite, Lonely Boys Theater. You are now listening to Lonely Boys Theater. Wow. And uh, we I had trouble again finding quotes, so I kind of just uh, pulled together one at the last minute, and it is the scene with Blair, Dan, and Nelly, where Blair is calling out Dan for uh, being being an insider. And so I'm usually Blair, so I will be Blair again, unless anyone else wants to be Blair. Um, and then one of you can be Dan, and one of you can be Nelly. I guess I'll be. I'll. I'll be. Are you gonna say you're gonna be? I'll give you Nelly. Like you're yeah, I'm down. Stand. I'm down for Big Nell. I'm yeah. down for Nell. Big Nell. <laughs> the Nelly Yuki. Excellent. All right, so uh, Dan, you're going to start us off. Everyone have their script in front of them. Yes. That's not fair. Serena was just trying to help everybody. What do you know about anything? After all, your label was the only one that was true. You mean what she said about the insider? Are you crazy? You're friends with Nate Archibald. You played on the soccer team. You got into Yale. You got the lead role in the school play. You got published in the New Yorker. You had sex with a teacher. Plus, you dated the most popular girl in school and ignored the rest of us. Them. I meant them. <laughs> Pretend not to be like us, but you are. To the bone. And you should have known better. Wow. What a scene. What that a was intense. By all. Yeah, I, I'm getting intense. chills from our performance here. That was really, that was really intense. Um... So, that's all we have this week, except, of course, for some plugs. Kish, thank you so much for coming thank on. Thank you, thank you for uh, celebrating unfortunately, the end of the season with us. Yeah, unfortunately, the first two episodes you wanted were already taken, but we found a great episode to get you in. And uh, now, you know, you're, you're building up that podcasting resume. You've been on the Hoppy Boys. You're bi you've been on the Lonely Boys. You, you know, who, who knows what's next for you who on does? the Boys Network? But uh, do you have anything that you'd like to plug at this hour? Um, I don't have anything necessarily that I like to plug, but um, I will say check out the Lonely Boys 
merch store. I don't know if you guys have a merch <laughs> store, but I'm gonna plug it anyway. Um, you know, they got your Rufus capes, your Rufus socks, your Rufus body pillow. You know, and all your Rufus needs are in the Lonely Boys merch store. So check that out. Um, I, no, thank you guys for having me. Yeah. Um, I look forward to hopefully being on for another episode. Oh yeah. Um, this was very fun. Okay. Oh, I enjoyed it, and uh, I look forward to um, listening to the episode and seeing what season three and what Brendan thinks of his predictions at the end of season three. So you clearly haven't listened to any of these before, but you're saying that you're going to continue to listen to them going forward now? I have to. He has to. Well, now you have to. Yeah, now that you've been on it. We've gotten every one of our listeners just by having them as guests, and now they're curious about my Yeah, we forced them into a a verbal contract to keep listening. Because... Because now I, I know Brendan's predictions. I'm like, oh, shit, got to see how he reacts to this one. Got to see how he reacts to that one. Yeah, that's true. I, I guess you can say that if you just listen to the episode also. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll take it either way. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I, got, I got nothing much to plug myself uh, before, before you even ask. All right, great, great, great stuff. <laughs> but you can, you can listen to the usual, the Hobby Boys. Look for Ganesha's episode of the Hobby Boys Woo. Uh, incredible episode. Uh, we have we have a great character to start the the episode, and then he does his interview with us about a half hour into the into the show. Uh, really really fun. He's a great time. He'll be back on at some point. Also, that's that's always great. And uh, otherwise, listen to the Sandy Boys wherever you get your your Patreon pods uh, at patreon.com slash the Happy Boys Pod. You can find about five episodes of. The OC Rewatch Pod for a measly three dollars. So check that out. Whoop. We are chugging along with that show. I love that show so far. I can't wait to watch more. And that's it. Oh, you know what? I'll, I'll say I since we talked about it earlier, I did watch the entire season of Never Have I Ever this past Sunday. So did I. And oh, I finished it on Sunday. Yeah, I start. I, I started it and finished it on Sunday. I, I didn't start it when I wanted to. But Wonder who finished first. <laughs> it is a contest. <laughs> but uh, it was. I loved it. Loved every minute of it. Yeah, I loved it too. They're still going strong. Ganesh, do you watch Never Have I Ever? I, I was gonna say I've never watched it. What's that on? Oh, Netflix. Oh, it's very good. Have to check that. My favorite current show right now. So that yeah, that's of course really? my first plug. Plug first and foremost. Never Have I Ever season three is out there. Watch that. Watch the first two seasons if you haven't already. Um, I've usually been pretty busy working, so I haven't had many podcasts to plug. But I have a busy podcasting week this week. Somehow, uh, I was just on the. Stanawatu podcast with the great host Christine. Me and Lita talked about the 12th episode of Survivor Vanuatu, I believe, and it was a lot of fun. Uh, Lita was very high, and the edible kicked in like halfway through the podcast, <laughs> and uh, it was just a lot of laughs. We were both very funny, and Christine is obviously very funny as well, and that was a great time. Um, it is already released at the time of this recording, so check that out. Uh, me and Brendan, me and you both at the time of this recording, will be on The Bitter Jurors. We're recording that tomorrow, and uh, so I don't know if that will be released by the time this is released, but we'll be uh, recapping Season 3, Episode 10 of The Legend of Korra. So check that out as well. The Bitter Jurors and Stanawatu, both on the Bitter Jurors Podcast Network. So if you're listening to one, might as well listen to both. I'm making two appearances this week on that podcast network. So listen to both of those. And then, oh, yes, of course, I am uh, glad that Ganesh is here for this plug because I have listened to the new Demi Lovato album. And got to tell you, oh. it is Maybe uh, the maybe my favorite album of the year, and wow. and Ganesh, you are the biggest Demi Lovato hater that I know. So how do you react <laughs> to this? News? Oh my god! 
I think I threw up in my mouth a little bit. <laughs> I, th- when I didn't you know it was going to happen the best here. Album of the year. I thought he was going to be a stand. Think- no, no. I, I'm I'm verbally I, I'm verbally I'm I'm disgusted <laughs> that you would even that you would even consider it that it's it's one of the it's best so albums of the year. And have you listened? I haven't. No, I, I, I I've been meaning to. He's gone full rock and roll. It's so good. I'm jamming out to every I every. Heard, song. I heard the single so far. Yeah, I love it, Ganesh. If you oh, listen, no, <laughs> no, you're you're Demi Lovato stan. I am. I mean, I didn't like her last album at all, so I was a little hesitant going into this one. Um, the last album had a couple of bops, but like you know, fifteen or sixteen skips, which is never what you want. This one, though, uh, it's like the the opposite. It's like mo- most of it is just great. I can't wait to listen. I, I had the choice when I was doing my plugs to uh, keep this episode Ligori approved or to get Ganesha's reaction Ooh, so to, uh, to to yeah, really listening did. to Demi Lovato. I, and I think I chose correctly anyway. Yeah. I think I think I wanted to get Ganesha's. I, so. I think we should maybe do uh, an impromptu Lovato lads and do the entire <laughs> album Lovato lads. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah, maybe that'd be fun. Ganesh, you could you could come on. Well, yeah, it's for oh him. We're, I, it's gonna be the three of us. I I would sit there and you just hear me grunting like an old man. Like, <laughs> give it a chance. Maybe she can turn you around on this one. I I don't know. What's what's the name of her new album? Maybe I'll give it a listen. A hate listen. Okay, so it's all caps. It's called Holy Fuck. But get this, fuck is spelled F V C K. Cool. Oh boy. Yeah. So pretty, pretty hardcore. Oh, yeah. it's actually uh it's actually you've like got hella stars. Like it seems like a lot of people <laughs> like this. <laughs> I don't know if that's how it works. <laughs> All right. So you can follow me on Twitter at MattyFresh24. You can follow Brendan on Twitter at Ruppy Puppy. You can follow the Hoppy Boys podcast on Twitter at ho- the Hoppy Boys Pod. You can't follow Ganesh on Twitter. He's pretty off the grid, pretty uh not <laughs> using any social media, but hopefully you'll hear him on another episode. Um but and Brendan will definitely be back next week, not to break down oh, yeah. an episode, but to break down an entire season where wow. we'll recap. We'll give away some uh, superlatives of our own. We'll give, give away Very the season exciting. power, the season weakling, among other things. Uh, best episodes, most uh, MVPs, most LVPs, all that fun stuff for all you sabermetric heads out there. We'd love to run the stats like Chuck <laughs> does. This will be a big episode for all of you. Uh, but until then, you know you love us. XOXO. Lonely boys. boys. Bye-bye. Did you guys ever realize that you guys, the name is The Lonely Boys, but there's two of you, so neither are lonely? Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.